I hear also, somebody. I'm going to invite you to speak because this works better as a two-person. This is a two-person job. I could, uh, I could tell that. I listened to your last. Uh, so I'm just going to wait for you to accept that. Ah, shit. You can't, you can't hear me. Fuck. Fuck. I Fuck, 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 fuck. I can, fuck. I can tell you're excited. God, fuck. I can tell, dude, your excitement. Can somebody uh, hear me? I can't tell. The ah, fuck, 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 fuck. Come on. Did it if work? It, Hello? Speech, if, uh, invite this speech. Hello? Hello? Did you? Did I hear you? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, cool. I was, no, I was just trying to say, I was listening to your other two uh, talks from yesterday, and you kept saying that, and I felt so bad for you that I wasn't there. I was like, oh, no, I, I wish I could. Edwin actually, be, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edwin was man, doing a. I will say, yeah, man, I will say this. I knew about, like I said in the other space, I knew about Tremors. I, I knew that there were multiple movies. I just never seen them. But I, but I did like the little the the little Jaws the Jaws poster homage with the first with the first movie. I'm like, I see what you people are doing. Uh, so by the poster, I was like, they're doing the Jaws poster. Well, that's good. I like that. I literally, literally, when I heard about the premise, I was like, oh, so it's basically Jaws in the desert, <laughs> which is actually pretty much a good way of put, a good way of putting tremors. I actually watched. I was like, well, not exactly because they're not going to. Not exactly. I mean, the basic idea is like Jaws in the desert, but no, I. But not. It's like, yeah. No, no, you're right. You sand sharks or any or shit like that. God, that was a bad movie. uh, You're you're honestly right. I see so many people make the Jaws comparison, and in my mind, I used to think that Jaws was just a straight, a straight movie. Like it was, there was no funny business about it. But when you watch Jaws from the Tremors angle, you realize they make a lot of jokes in it. Like Jaws is a yeah. There's plenty. I mean, that's the only one of the only other horror movies I can think of. It's not even a horror movie. It's an adventure movie. Yeah. Horror element. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's a there's a there's some scary scenes, but it's not a horror movie. I just want to count all the underwater shots. I mean, if you have the Lassophobia, good fucking luck. One of my one of my favorite scenes in Jaws isn't necessarily the horror movie part. It's when Brody and Hooper and uh, Quint are all just Quint? sitting there. They're drinking. Like, they're all just drinking. Oh, yeah, and they, 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 they honestly, I love how it starts where they're, where they're, like, they're showing off Scott. Or they're comparing their battle yeah. stories, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> but then it, like, it's it's funny. It's kind of funny. They're, like, trying to one-up each other. And then, and and then, then Quint yeah, comes in. I love how naturally it leads into the monologue, Quint's little monologue. Uh, and Exactly. Like I say, if that movie, if that shit was done today, it wouldn't just be a monologue. It'd be a full fucking. Fl- they would have filmed the whole fucking flashback. Yeah, it I'm would, glad yeah. they didn't do that because you're. I mean, it would be interesting to see another version of it where they did, where there was a flashback filmed in a way. But I'm glad at the end of the day, nope. I'm glad they didn't do that shit no, because no, no, no. it works well with the way Robert Shaw said, is saying it. You can. It's so eerie because you're 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 putting it together. You're you're visualizing what it possibly went down, how it possibly went down in your head. You're anyway. you're transported. You're in his shoes. His yeah. his fear brings you right there. You don't need the flashback because the 
I can't remember the actor's name, but he literally brings you right to that moment, and you're like, oh, whoa. Wow, okay. Yeah. But then I love I love how it ends, though. So they do the scars, and then he goes into his monologue, and then the way that it ends, show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. And then all while in the background. Oh, wait, you can't go home. You're hunting a shark. And because then in the background, there's the beep. Beep, beep, uh, yeah. And the shark's uh, yeah, getting yeah, closer. Yeah, you, you hear the barrel, beep, beep. beep. And then uh, the, the shark probably heard their bad singing and decided to go, Man, shut up! I'm trying to sleep! <laughs> so I'm, I'm with you. Jaws and Tremors. You woke me out of my, uh, out of my wandering slumber. <laughs> you guys are singing off key! And that's where I'm. I haven't seen Nope yet. I really, I'm dying to see Nope because it's the. I see so many people compare it with. Oh, it's like Tremors or it's like Jaws. I'm like, I want to see that. Come on, Mom! No, 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 no. A typical episode of Talking Tremors is at least two hours. <laughs> Oh, yeah, two hours. Yeah. I mean, last phase, so the last phase was like an hour 17. Oh, both of them combined, you were almost at three. Oh, shit. Because you had two of them. One was 115 oh, yeah, and another yeah, was 117. Yeah, that's right, because the last one, for someone tried to call me. Yeah. Uh, someone called, tried to call me on my phone and with my the way I, I have my headphones set up, because I got, I got Bluetooth, I got wireless headphones. So connected to my phone. That's how I'm doing this. So I have no fucking way how to make this a part of a proper podcast unless somebody else knows how to take the recording and just add that. Well, guess what? I mean, keep in mind. You're, it's you right now. It's it's happening. You are you are on an episode of Talking Tremors, bro. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. I mean, I've, I, that's why I had to say. First I, podcast I've ever been. I guess this is the first podcast I've ever been a part of. I've always wanted to do a podcast about whatever DC or just comic book, just comic book movies in general, or just whatever, or just film in general. But Tremors is a damn good sh- series at the moment. I still haven't. I'm, okay, keep you haven't mind. watched the TV show yet, and I'm mad at you. Seven movies. <laughs> I've seen, I, and I know about all seven movies, but it's, it hits different when you actually watch the movies. You can learn all there is to know, know about the plots, and even when you watch the movies, the, you're still on your, you're still on the edge of your seat. That's what I feel like Tremors is. Oh yeah. I will say, keep in mind, I do think three is the cheapest looking one, despite it being the most expensive at the time. Edwin and I so both I agree with you on that one. <laughs> Compared to the first two, Tremors three is really compared to Tremors two. It is the most. Ex, it was the most. Ex, the most expensive. Six million dollars out of the quote unquote trilogy at that time. Yet it somehow looks even cheaper. Yeah. Like they kept wanting to do the CGI grab boys. I'm like, okay, I get, I get, I, I okay, guys, I get it. The grab, the practical grab boys were a pain in the ass the first go around, but y'all came up with the proper strategy in two. Just carry that up. See, that's what I always say. But when it comes to the tremors, practical equals better. Yes. Until five. I mean, again, there are times where the CGI looks a little wonky because it's direct to video. But 
the actual shot of the African graboid jumping out like a fucking shark. Okay, like, see, I, I actually, this is where I have to, like, take umbrage, because it's not, the CGI isn't what, like, ruins it for me sometimes, it's the, how you can go beyond what be, would be normal physical limitations to create something with CGI that's not, that you don't, you wouldn't normally interact with in the real world. What you just said there about the jumping graboid is something that I waffle on so hard sometimes, because it looks cool. Like, I love the the image of it like jumping out of the ground and fucking eating a guy in one hole but i always go back to like yeah but like these are like 30 ton worms like it like really is it really gonna jump out of the ground like it was it was already hard enough premise for me to buy that they're tunneling through the dirt as fast as they are are they really gonna jump out of the ground? Yeah, yeah. Like and that's, I'm like, yeah, these things are, are shit. But, keep, but then we gotta keep in mind, there are buildings that weigh more than a fucking gravel. <laughs> so, okay, and this is what I actually talked, uh, I was just saying, too, about the car. Because Edwin was trying to, like, we gotta take out the car sequence. And it's like, they don't actually take down the buildings. They just move them. And they only, they're moving a spot at a time. This is, a, this is something I go through in my own head. Where it's like they're they're pushing a corner up, or they're going over to another corner and pushing that up, and even more so, they're digging. They're digging underneath of it. Yeah, because the because the spikes on because of the spikes on them. It's kind of like you, can't, you know how like the, the hairs on a tarantula can uh, will move in a way to sense vibrations. It's the same kind of yep. thing. Yep, 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 Wait yep, a minute, yep. are you fucking, are you fucking kidding me? Did they just you? Did they just also just take the why tarantulas can like this? See, okay, tarantula. Okay, keep in mind, I'm extremely arachnophobic, so me talking about these, I might, I might end up getting like, I might get that that cold shiver falling and crawling up my spine in a moment. But I do want to bring this up because it is kind of interesting, despite me being downright terrified of those damn things. I still find it interesting that, well, okay, except for maybe wolf spiders who have like eight fucking eyes and two of them are humongous, and yet they still can't see worse shit. That alone, I found fucking hilarious. I'm just like, wow, you have eight eyes, yet you can't see shit. <laughs> irony! The, uh, yes, the irony and the, the oxymoronness of that is just astounding. Like, you would think with multiple eyes you'd see better. It would be like the, it'd be like the wraparound theater screens. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes, sometimes 3D is just too much, man. You just, I gotta put the glasses on. And it's coming at me thick and fast, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's coming at me! Oh, it's coming! It's coming at me! Ah! 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 Shark Boy is reaching at me! No! Uh, you just watch Trevor's bloodlines and th- and like that surround and that fucking and that fucking like what's it called that wraparound 3D shit, or better yet, that hologram, that holographic 3D. Where it's like projected as a hologram. <laughs> and you're just like, and then you see the grabber slither into his camera. You're like, oh, it's coming out of me, bro. It's coming out of me. Shit. And then your shield is like, it's not fucking there, jackass. Oh. <laughs> you imagine that, like, somebody who's high out there, who's high on acid would probably, probably not be the first person to watch a Tremors movie with. They're trying to grab me! <laughs> <laughs> just run out the fucking theater. <laughs> There's crab boys in the theater. There's crab boys in the. They're gonna be like the, they're gonna be like the guy from uh. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna be like the guy from uh. What, what, what's the invasion of the body snatchers? They're there already. 
No, no, no. I was going to tell you, too, I was I was enjoying your tangent, so let's we can get off in tangents as much as you want to, too. If you want to talk about oh, yeah. Doctor Strange, or you want to talk about another movie, or Jurassic Park, or you want to talk about uh, oh, yeah, anything, speaking, honestly. Okay, speaking of Jurassic Park, oh, okay. I got something to say about Tremors' bloodlines. Oh, oh, you, you mean, you mean. I a lot of shit from Jurassic Park in that you, you mean okay, Tremors I'm 5, like, Jurassic Bloodlines? Jamie Kennedy, for for, uh, for the most part, in Tremors 5 and 6, it is annoying, but I do believe that was the idea. I don't yeah. think there's no, like, I, I highly doubt uh, John Wellfleet intentionally made him, anno- like, did accidentally made him, anno- no, he knew what he was doing, these people know what they're doing, they, they, they made, they must have made, because keep in mind, Bert is the main character, and Travis is kind of a pain in the ass for Bert, so... In turn, he should be in a pain in the ass for us. So there is actually... Like Grady, keep in mind, it's kind of like Grady Hoover in the second movie yes. at first. Like, at first, Grady's kind of, an, kind of annoying. Like, but but the difference, but with the difference between uh, Travis and Grady, Grady grows on you after a while. J- Travis? Oh, by the end of six... Actually, he, uh, the, yes. Once he has to kind of take over for Bert because the parent, because... Bert's just out of commission. I do like what they did, that he's starting to take more and more after his dad. That's my favorite. Uh, I, do hate the re- I do hate how they regressed it, though, from five. The, the, I hate how they how they just think outright rehash the character progression from five. I know, right? Bert and Travis. Like, they literally go back to square one in six. It's just like, okay. I mean, even the only thing they keep is the fact that Bert and Travis knows that they're basically, that... They're flesh and blood. That's literally... Rosetta, stone me, dog! You know, Burt Cummer's got some big shoes to fill. Size 11. I've seen you in the locker room. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah, Burt's hilarious. <laughs> I, also, I do like in the first movie where Burt... Or, or, or uh, Val and Burt are kind of arguing on the, on the fucking on the fucking rock. He, he's like, don't push me, Burt. Don't goddamn push me. Uh, he th- just turns around... Them grab boys don't kill him. I will. Them grab boys don't kill him. I will. I'm just like what? Like Bert, Bert just went what? what? I'm like wait, is, is he saying what because of what? Because Val, because Val called the things graboids and he has no clue what the fuck a graboid is. Or, or was he? Or was he going what at the threat? Oh no, he was going. Kill him. He heard the threat. He heard the threat. Because then yeah, I love the. the threat, but that probably wasn't. That probably wasn't even the forefront. The forefront. He heard it, but that probably. But his. But his reaction probably wasn't towards the threat. It was what Val called them things. Oh no, no, no! I would disagree because there's actually. So if you look at it, there's actually two couples in that scene, and the wives of both couples take their selective men aside to be like, "It's okay. It's okay." Like when Kevin's, oh, them grab boys don't kill him. I will, and it, uh, Earl just takes it. You're saying, you're saying Earl, Earl takes him aside. Like a married couple, and yes. Earl takes Val, basically his quote unquote. Exactly, and then Heather, Earl. Heather does the same thing to Bert because he's doing, you know, I don't. Just and, come and, on, and let and it go, Heather let it go. Like, don't have to be divorced. I don't... See, I've always liked 
that character aspect of Bert because it's it three dimensionalizes him. Bert's pretty awesome. I I I, I, I love Bert. Him a bit, but then again, I loved Heather, man. Uh, and see, but this is where, in my mind, I'm always, and I know Stampede Entertainment is too, where it's like, you know, if we brought Reba back, we would just, like, there there would be a way to write her in and get her back there again. Because it's this, I that. Would just ra- I would have just retconned that little moment. Or better yet, not really full retconned where, oh no, they weren't divorced, they didn't have her. We just wrote that because we didn't, couldn't get her back. No, I would say, I, I wouldn't have said divorced, I would have said separated. They, they are. Technically married, it's just that they... You're the actually hold on, actually, no, hold I on. Said the whole graboid thing caused that split. They're not divorced. Said, no, they needed time for it. I mean, well, obviously, the graboid thing would cause some PTSD. I do have to say, they're not divorced. It doesn't like oh, they do. Not, say, okay, so they're separate. They do say separate. Like they do. There is no like straight divorce. The biggest thing that Bert says is the. Uh, oh, she's go visiting her sisters, and then she laughed me because of the collapse she of the Cobra lied. Union. He, he was but, lying, though. He, he but was then... Lying. You can tell he was lying through his teeth, by the way. He said, uh, Heather left his ass. Oh, no, no. No, but what I was saying, the final one, the real, like, oh, yeah, no, Heather Heather and him have separated. I mean, he kind of does with his own Burt Gummer kind of, but in his own kind of no, no, way. I'm trying to like, say, he admits it. it. No, 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 there's a straight admission. Heather called me and told me to send her the HK-91. And the way yeah, that judging by, judging by Earl, Earl's reaction, Earl's reaction like, says know, all you need to know. That's where, like, there, I, I can't ever say they're officially divorced, but there is t- definitely a separation, and they pushed each other away. But I am always in the camp of like a good, a good writer will find a way to bring that back or make something work with it. And even more so, hell, like, I would love, hell, I would love to, have, like, I would love to make a Tremors movie. I want to see if I could, not necessarily do a remake, because I don't want it to go, like, oh, not in the same vein of, like, oh, oh, oh let me see if I can make more money than the first or do better. No, it's more or less, I'm going to go more the Ghost Van Sant route. Not exactly the Ghost Van Sant route like you did with Psycho, but more the same mindset or, or a similar mindset. Seeing if I, like, just seeing if it could be done, like, see, like, if I can keep it as, as close to the plot as the original, just with that, but adding a couple stuff, but not changing too much to where it's drastically different. So obviously the Graboid design, and I would go back to basics with it, like the practical effects, yeah, it'd be pain in the ass, but hey, that's what that's what can be an ADI or for. Uh, honestly, I, I'm, there's so much I want to spoil for you, but you haven't watched the TV show. Uh, I could, oh, uh, oh, no, 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 hold on. All the different creatures. No, 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 that's actually not what I was saying. Like, I pieces of it from, like, the kill counts that they would bring. Uh, for example, they, when they brought up Bigsby, like, a couple times, with the kill, in the first Tremors uh, kill count, uh, Zorin brought up the whole Bigsby thing when it appears there, and they fought a giant strip. I'm like, man, this feels, this does not feel like Tremors to me, man. Like, all these different monsters that aren't grab points. So I actually it's was, like, uh, when you watch the first movie... I actually, well, I, tw- I was well, about to tweet you something that I deleted. You're, you're thinking, okay, this series just is it's just about graboids. <laughs> but then all of a sudden the TV show happens and there's all these other hold on. I actually, I have to. Far removed from tremors. I have to make a correction. I I totally have to point this out. I was gonna, I tweeted this at you, but it didn't ended up getting deleted because I kept hearing you say that about the TV show. And I well, have to say this. In a world with giant worms that turn into 
dinosaur chickens, which can multiply by eating enough food, and then those dinosaur chickens turn into giant farting thunderbirds. No, no, I use it all the time. If if you have worms that turn into dinosaur chickens that multiply by eating enough food that turn into farting thunderbirds, and how is it like so implausible that somebody made a gene compound that mixes the DNA of multiple species together? I, I think I think there, just the concept alone is just so out there and confuses oh, the oh, This is where you, think, you're so you you're so. It, it feels more far removed from no, 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 the no, no, no. show. They make it make more. They make oh. it make way more sense. No, no, no. Like this is where you got like when you watch it inside of what they're doing, it makes perfect sense. You're. I was trying okay, to say so like it makes sense. Like, it makes sense when you watch the show, but when you're actually hearing it explained, it's like wow, this does not sound like fucking Tremor. Uh, to that point, Shriekers weren't in original Tremors. Ass Blasters weren't in Tremors or two in or Tremors way. one. Okay, Ass Blaster is a fun, like now you, now you can just tell they're running out of ideas. I actually hold on. Actually, they're probably running out of ideas when they came up. Like, no, 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 no. Ass, Ass Blaster is oh, purposeful. We're gonna make it. We're gonna, no, we're, no, 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 no. What's the, what's the I gotta stop you, Keegan. Keegan. Keegan, oh, I gotta stop uh, you. Farty, flaming farting firebirds, and we're gonna call them Ass Blasters. It actually has a completely, legitimately logical reason for why it's called that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Bombardier Beetle. I no, 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 no. I wasn't uh-uh. I wasn't talking about its actual like physical properties. Do you know why it's called an ass blaster? Like actually I do mean, do you know the reason that they went out of their their way to do that? Oh, no, it's it's a legitimate uh, one. So you were complaining about how in the first movie there's that mother humpers. They're using the, the mother humpers and it's because oh, it's because the movie was PG and they had to dub it. No, it's honestly it's because just because of the PG thirteen R switch right there. All right, hey, well, no, no, no. Why didn't they do, or better, or better, yeah. Why didn't Stampede Entertainment just go for a fucking R? Uh, because they actually do a lot of family friendly movies. If you look, Batteries <laughs> Not Included, uh, Short Circuit, Hearts and Souls. Okay, I see what they were doing. They were trying to make Jaws. They were trying to do something similar to Jaws, where there's not a whole lot of swearing. No, yeah, where it should, and that's where like you actually had it right, where you don't think of Tremors as gore, you think of Tremors as fun. Tremors is about. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily. And hell, even when rated R movie, you didn't. You don't necessarily need gore. You just need. You just need something that. You just need that one extra f bomb. Oomph. Uh, Kevin Bacon has the best f bomb in all of movie history. But <gasps> here's. But so here's the, here's the legitimate stampede. <laughs> scared out of my Rhonda. Yeah, I love it. It's just like, oh my ass, he's dead. Here's the legitimate. Here's the legitimate reason. That they're like, called ass blasters. That, that is the best F bomb in a movie I've ever seen. Just this, just this kind of shaking nature before he actually up and says it. And he, the way he jumps for jerks forward with the finger. Fuck you! And then he laughs like a maniac. Alright, so. Also, how'd you feel about the. St- you feel oh, about no, the I gotta finish this because I didn't, I didn't finish my thought. I, I'll let. I will go ADHD. Oh, okay, no, no, no. The reason that they're called ass blasters is because they made them take out all their swear words. So they turned around and they literally made a name that could bypass the censors 
and still be a swear word. So all of the kids who love Tremors had a free reign to say ass blaster. <laughs> that's fucking clever. That's that. That's where it's like. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, I can't hate the name. Shit ton of swearing. Oh, there's an even funnier tidbit. Did you? The, this is even like any. This is an even funnier tidbit about the name Ass Blaster. All of the Tremors movies and the TV show, all of it is rated PG 13, except for one movie, Tremors 3, where they literally coined the name Ass Blaster. And they say it. Yeah, that's, that is legit. No, that's what I'm saying. Most of the Tremors movies, pretty much all the Tremors movies, with the exception of one, are PG-13. And in the one that's PG, they say Ass Blaster nonstop. They literally coined the name Ass Blaster. That's the joke! That's the joke! That's like... You know what? No, that's like when they made when they made Dracula. You, you know, like the fucking when Hammer when the MPAA came into effect, and you know when Dracula is risen from the grave came head came out, and uh, or, or better, or better, yeah, when Dracula the Taste the Blood of Dracula came out. I have no uh, idea what you're talking about. MPAA, so hit me. When the MPAA came into when the rating system came into effect. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like guess what? I guess I taste the blood of Dracula's rated R. But guess what the previous movie was, which was Dracula's Risen from the Grave. PG. Yeah. I'm gonna. I repeat. Rated G. That's a fucking preschoolers movie. (laughs) That is the rating for a free. You think (coughs) Tremors got got the weakest one? Uh uh. Think like. Like, there's multiple impalings in Dracula's Risen from the Grave, and the last impaling when he fought, when Dracula falls on the cross, there's blood coming out of his eyes, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, they rated that G, huh? They are like, what, what, the NBA, did the NBA hate that mean? Like, uh, Dracula's Risen from the Grave, that's kind of like Care Bears, right? Yeah, <laughs> give it a G. What the fuck, the fuck are they thinking? I don't think there's any Dracula movie that should ever be rated G. <laughs> How would I say that? Well, I mean, except maybe, except maybe, like, fucking, I don't know, Hotel, hotel Yeah, Hotel Transylvania. Like That's about it. <laughs> Wait, what about the Halloween that almost wasn't with Judd Hirsch as Dracula? But on some days, I wish I was... It's one of those days where I wish I was dead. And stayed dead. Oh, my God damn it. I do like how they made how they made wow. the witch in that how that Halloween special from the seventies just a bitch, just bitchy. And you're like, oh, out of my way! Like, out of my way, shorty. <laughs> bitch witch. Something like <laughs> they made it like a grumpy bitch. They didn't give it. it was just she's just speaking in her normal. The actor was just speaking in a regular voice. She wasn't speaking. She wasn't trying to sound more witch like. Nah, she was just like she was probably pissed off that day and just decided I'm gonna put it in my acting. Fuck it. It's a kid's show. No one's gonna watch it. Screw you guys. I'm gonna do this however I want to. Oh god, you know what This is big head. No, no 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 no. It's Dr. Girlfriend. Aw, oh, come on, but Hey, boys, listen. We're gonna have a little Dracula movie. And I'm gonna speak to you like this. It's gonna be real hot and sexy. It wasn't even a drag. You know, it's not even a Dracula movie. You ever seen the Tremors films? It was was like an old '70s Halloween special that almost nobody stepped pretty much almost nobody saw. I have no idea what you're talking about, so even I haven't seen it. It was all these different monsters. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about at all. 
you're gonna have to you're gonna have to look at the top top eleven nostalgia. Uh, the, 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 you're gonna have to, I'll, I'll send you the video. Yeah, I was gonna say, what was the name of it? What, what was the name about. of it again? No, you'll see what I'm talking about. What I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, back, back, to, back to Tremors. Like, yeah. So, and on, on that ass blaster point, I always like to point out when it comes to the stampede stuff, there's a reason. There's always a reason for something, even if you might not like it. You gotta try to find the original reason. And if you don't like the original reason, then you can like be pissed at it. But there's always because there, it's what I was saying about Jaws, uh, where Steven Spielberg was doing a send-up of those movies that he liked when he was younger. That's the same thing that Steve Wilson and Brent Maddock and Ron Underwood were doing with Tremors. Was Especially yeah. Steve, because he loved those 1950s, 1940s monster movies. Yeah, Tremors was supposed to be... It was kind of an homage to all those 50s B-movies and, and all that. And that's where, like, the whole... Like, people will talk about, like, oh, we gotta reboot Tremors, and it's gotta be more serious and gore and hardcore. It's like... No, were we were no, we missing? No, no, not you. You Tremors weren't. Tremors was never supposed to be like that. It's meant to be fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's a good time. You got to, like... And it's not about just I mean, making I mean, jokes all the time. Like I, like I said in the previous days, you can literally rewatch the first Tremors movies. You can watch the first the first two Tremors movies, like, back-to-back, which is how I watch Tremors um, and Tremors 2. Personally, I often... Be, I mean, I run a Tremors podcast, so obviously I do, but... I will rewatch one, two, four, and the TV show like no problem. Three is my like I get iffy on, but one, two, four, and the TV show, man, I, like I will put those things on and just like we're gonna watch them over like over and over and over again. I actually, I, I do, uh, I do like the very, the very simplistic. Uh, I, uh, is like uh, I feel I've been denied. I feel like I've been denied critical <laughs> need to know information in the fourth movie where he's just like, I feel like I've not been privy to critical, critical most needful information. <laughs> like, yeah, that does not feel right. But that's I the point. That the idea that they butchered Bert saying by making it much more proper. Is it, no, 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 is it but See, this is where I actually love four because it does a lot of the lines that we know, but they flip them yeah, enough. It, it, it makes it even funnier when you realize all the shit Bert has been saying. Like, like we 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 do the best with what we have, or they're family or, sayings. Yeah, that's yeah, why I love them. You gotta remember, Bert pretty much. That was pretty much that. Those phrases were pretty much stolen and just cast carried down through Burt's generations, but got more and more simplified, if yep. you will. I, I actually forgot. I actually uh, got it wrong when I said the whole uh, the the it got simplified in four. No, it actually got more a little bit more complicated because of proper grammar. So, <laughs> they, so, they, so I love what one of Burt even says it. Well, no, Bert says it in a much more simplified manner. He streamlines more it. Spelled out. Like, I, I feel I was denied critical need to know. He says it more military, military like. It's, way, it's he, streamlined. I mean, Bert's a, obviously, clearly, Bert's a gun nut. It's 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 clear that when those lines get said in that fourth movie, that you're like, oh, so you just like you heard that. And then that was just what stole, that you just couldn't just stop stole, saying it. Yeah, you just sat from other people and you can't. And you just and it all all of the gummer all of the gummer dads would just say shit like that, and it's just one of those things that like 
you know, Bert heard his, his dad say it, and Bert's dad heard his dad say it, like, over and over. So you, and so on, and so on, and so on. And so that's I where it gets like, distilled. You know, it wasn't a gun guy, despite being Bert, despite Bert being one at first. That was funny. That's, I love, that's why I love that movie, is he starts... Hiram's character arc in the fourth movie is one of my favorite things. Because he starts like such a dick. He's like a horrible fucking person. No, Nothing he's not, like he's Bert. Like, he's like, well, I mean, I mean, well, Bert's a dick. <laughs> he's a likable dick. He's not. Keep in mind. Bert's not purposely uh, mean. Uh, Hiram is a different, le- is on a different, uh, is a completely different level of dick than Bert. Bert's, uh, Bert is more like a hot dick, whereas. Hiram is this snobby rich person kind of dick. Like Hiram's the kind of Hiram's the kind of asshole you want to punch in the face because yeah. of how snobby and British yeah. and, and semi-British they are. Like, I know Hiram isn't British. That was the joke. <laughs> there are times where it sounds like Michael Gross is trying to do a British accent, but not really. It's a Philadelphia accent. <laughs> like he's from Philly. Yeah, he's from fucking Philly. I'm, I'm just fucking with you, man. I'm just like, it's true. Well, he's yeah. trying to do proper. Actually, and I always credit, that's where I, I kind of, four is my favorite of the movies in the end. Like, I actually waffle between two and four being my favorite of the movies. But four gets it for me, man, because I just love Michael Gross acting his goddamn socks off in that thing. Because you could tell he's like, I've had to, you know, I've had to play this Burt Gummer character for the last 15 years. I'd like to play somebody fucking different. <laughs> Well, no, he's not playing somebody different. That's the thing. Well, no, he. he I mean, he is, but yes, technically, he's playing somebody different. But he's like, like, it's good to play somebody that's different in, in terms of personality. That he's once a dumber, always a dumber. Yeah. As a, as an actor, writer, director myself too, I can tell that he's like, oh, I get to like stretch and actually do something for yeah, like for a change. Robert England in the I thought you were going to say Michael for a second. That's, that same thing could almost have just been said about Trip. I thought you were just about to say that about. Yeah, the same thing goes about. <laughs> well, Bert is always the same in Tremors. He actually gets much more serious as the role as the films go on. This is where this uh, is where you got you got to watch Tremor, the TV show. With Tremors three, he's legit. Uh, he's well, actually no, no. Bert kind of stays the same personality wise. Oh yeah, the, like the first one. It's only uh, in. I do like I do like in a cold day in hell. Tell the cast is having a great time. Well, 
I mean, hell, you can tell the cast in the fifth one's having a great-ass time. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> Like, you can tell they're having fun. That's true. Having fun. But I have where this problem is, with five where I know what was originally seen, supposed to happen. Whereas Shrieker Island, they're clearly there for a paycheck. They Actually, they are. So this is where, if you listen to the podcast, so the reason that seven was made was because they had a 30th anniversary reunion uh, in Lone Pine, and they had so many people show up. And literally, like, people from, like, other countries were showing up, and even when they couldn't, yeah. they, were, they were trying to come in. They had so many people show up that they literally went like, oh, wow, we can milk these fans for another movie. And then they did. They, and you know, even more so, they actually stole the title Shrieker Island from a fan. There's a dude on Twitter who, like, came up with the name Shrieker Island in 2016. And they stole the name from him. Yeah, I mean, even though originally the movie was going to be called Island Fury, which would have, which would have been a much better title. I, I do, I like that one better. I'm with you on that one. Like I've, I've seen yeah, that, and, and I like that. that. Even the first movie went through three different titles before. Because like, it's not uh, two it's, different titles. Oh, I know. Right. They landed on Tremors. Because it's, it's not, a, it's not a Shrieker Island. That's always where I get the, pissed. Uh, writers came up with that was something the damn studio came up. That was something fucking Universal came up with. Which do like, you know? And that's, that's a rarity when the damn studio when. Fucking Universal mate came up with a better title than the writers. And this is where no, 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 I did like the second title they came up with. They were originally gonna call it Land Chart, but they scrapped that, they scrapped that title pretty damn quickly when they found out SNL had a had a character called Land Shark in a series of sketches of the same name. So we, no, that's where uh, and then they were gonna call it Beneath, beneath Perfection, perfection yeah. which I'm like. That actually is a, that's actually also a pretty damn good title. I'm a, that's also a damn good title too. But I mean, at the end of the day, like I said in the previous page, I am glad they didn't go with Beneath Perfection and happy that they went with Tremors. Yes. Because could you imagine living in a day and age where we call the Tremors saga, the Tremors franchise, the fucking Beneath Perfection franchise? Beneath it Perfection. That, it doesn't have the same kind of ring. Beneath Perfection three, back to perfection. Beneath Perfection 4, The Legend Begins. Beneath Perfection, yeah. Bloodlines. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've thought about that, too. Beneath Perfection 5, Bloodlines. Like it's, Beneath Perfection 6, yada, yada, yada. Uh, this isn't even my idea. I, I've seen Beneath this idea. Beneath Perfection 7, we're running out of ideas. I've seen, I've seen this idea on Twitter a couple times, but if I've always... They need to do a Tremors, and I, honestly, TV show. Do an episode of the TV show... You, you title it Beneath Perfection. Or if you do another movie, it's Tremors Beneath that, Perfection. Or pick up the Kevin Bacon show, greenlight the Kevin Bacon show again, <sighs> keep, the pilot the same, keep the pilot the same, and bring that back. Did you know that that's... just letting it die. That set is still down there in Albuquerque, New Mexico. They haven't torn that set down. You can go and still visit the set of Kevin Bacon's Tremors pilot. They have not torn it down in the last four years. Yes, yeah, perfection. It's essentially they, okay. So they kept the perfection set. No, I mean that's no, that's that's an entirely different set. They did take that one down. That one's in Darwin, California. That's a whole different one. Uh, no, but no, 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 no. The set, no. Tremors. Uh, no, Tremors. The show that kept the, the no, Kevin Bacon show. Hey, that hey, bud, 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 bud. That was Rem- actually set in perfection, Nevada. But uh, you do realize who you're talking to, right? Oh yeah, you're you're. I forget. Yeah, you're. Like, <laughs> uh, have you listened to my episode where I have the oh, script I, I, of I, I, the I, I, of the Tremors pilot? The, the Tremors uh, talking Tremors podcast. I'll definitely check that out. No, no, no. I definitely will check that out. No, I didn't mean. I didn't mean like that. I was like, oh no, I, I'm fully aware. I've 
literally done a script reading of the original Tremors pilot and did an episode about the entire behind the scenes of it, uh, too. That's where I was like, no, I, that's where I'm kind of like, oh man, dude, you've got to watch the TV show. There's so much you're missing. <laughs> Cause it goes into that too. Kevin Bacon show, I mean, from what I hear, like, the, they only did the pilot, and it never got aired because, I guess, sci-fi didn't pick it up. It, I know, it's out another, there. But the, the Michael Gross show did get picked up, but only for 13 episodes. But, no, what I was saying was that they end up actually tying into each other. There's all of these oh, different pieces. No, no, this is where there's all of these different pieces. And I was, like, it's really hard. Like, you were talking about them, and it's like, I wasn't able to respond back yeah, to you. I was looking at the Graboid in that trailer. It's, I was like, oh my god, it looks like a grub worm. What did they do to my graboid? That's actually on purpose. That's the mix master yeah, from the TV yeah, show. It was probably a different breed. It was probably like El Blanc. It was kind of probably like a, di- it was probably a different breed of graboid. Yes, 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 oh, yes, it was. No, that's the fucking point, bro. That's what I, I'm like, oh, you gotta watch the TV show. It's like when they changed the graboid, the graboid and uh, ass blasters design. In five, because it was a different genus of graboid, because it was from a different part of the world. Uh, right? So, but in, but it, but this graboid is still it, it's, okay. So it's probably a super graboid then. Uh, it is. Call it a super graboid, even though that was already introduced in the movie. It was introduced in the movie in, it's not, in seven, but we all know that movie didn't happen. It's not. It's not a uh, super graboid. Actually, it's a graboid uh, with a paralytic toxin. Uh, that's actually what that thing that comes out. It's literally oh, paralyzing yeah. its prey, so then they can take it and bring it back to their queen. That's where it's a whole thing in the script. It's a fucking... You gotta read the script of it, bro! I gotta watch the fucking episode! Well, I mean that, too. Uh, that, get it released! I still don't know why they won't. I do an own, I do my own fucking podcast for this. Yeah, better yet, yeah, get it. Uh, how about sci-fi just... Or better yet, somebody buy the rights to the tremor, to the TV... The TV, television rights of Tremors, and make it a streaming series. Alright, so, I guess, you listen to the kill counts? Uh, you said that? You watched the kill I counts? I watched the kill count, yeah. You, so, you do know what's happening, right? Like, like what ended up happening between Universal literally took the series from Stampede? Yeah, I heard about that. That's where it's... This like when you say yeah, somebody, Tremors, yeah, because because Tre- with Tremors Five, uh, they had a they pit. I think the guys pitched an idea. Uh, the the original three pitched an idea to like uh, a gummer down under going they, to Australia. They didn't. But they didn't just Universal pitch an idea. They didn't just pitch an idea. They wrote a script for ten yeah, years. Yeah, I know that they wrote a script for ten down under ten no for ten years. It wasn't a pitch. They wrote a script for ten. Uh, yeah, because it started. Yeah, it started shortly. Well, it started shortly after four. Yeah. Like shortly. Yeah, they started writing script shortly after the first so, the and, fourth movie. Yeah, I know about that. And then the Universal decided not to go with their idea. I mean, they, they no, sort of stole it. Uh, this is this is where I, br- I bring I bring it up. Gummer to another part to another country and fight Gravelings there. This is where I bring it up. You say somebody should buy the rights. Universal doesn't want anybody else to have the rights to Tremors because there's something that that thing that you don't like in the TV show the Mixmaster is a money maker for Universal if they get to keep it because they get to make any kind of creature that they want and then create merchandise for it and they get to make all the money off of it 
It's well, no, I would tell Universal just green, just let us let 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 us get the television rights. You keep the movie rights, but we just nope. But hell, it doesn't. And not even buying, just lease <sighs> with full intent of giving it back. It, like if. Kevin Bacon himself can't get that released. Trust me, it's not happening. Like that's where, like, son of a bitch. That's what I mean. See, no, they're playing. Know, a, someone needs a buyout. You know, somebody. Yes. Like, we need somebody like David Zaslav. There we go. Universal. Obviously, Zaslav won't do it because you know Monopoly. There we go. But that no, that's what I mean. Like Universal has the rights to Tremors, and they know how much of a moneymaker it is. This is this is a legitimate quote from Universal executives, and this is repeated all across the board for the last 30 years. We could sell an empty box named Tremors. Yeah, somebody needs to buy out Universal, literally buy out Universal, and then go, okay, we're bringing the Kevin Bacon show back, uh-huh. and we're getting the, peop- the original people who are involved in Tremors to... To Ugh. spearhead the, that show, uh, we're gonna murder. We're gonna murder with Stampede Entertainment, and it's tre- or better yet, we're gonna. I'm gonna give away the Tremors rights back to Stampede, like all the rights, movie rights, and television rights, and merchandising rights. You can't see it, but and I got my hands in the air. Stampede. That's exactly right. That's exactly. And yes. Like, you guys can do whatever you want with this. Yes, 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 yes. We'll fall, we'll, hell, we'll give you bigger budget. And you don't have to use our shitty CGI Graboids again. You can kind of go back. We'll give you enough money to research how to make Graboids, like full-size Graboids that are also animatronic. We're like we're doing, we're going we're going back to 1990 with this fucker. Yeah, yeah. Cuz what the and we all we all have this problem with 3. It's that CGI thing. The only yeah, reason well, they do use animatronics for those. No, uh, no, that was again. It's mostly they didn't CGI. Do it. Two didn't stretch out the CGI. They didn't stretch out the budget a bit. They were Meaning forced. The budget that they had, they didn't. They, they for some reason, you didn't use most that. But they used most that budget on the set. They literally ran out of they time. They used most that budget on the CGI when they probably should have. No, no, no. They literally ran out of time. Like they on set, they had two weeks to film Tremors three. Oh yeah, they gave all the, they gave them it, a very short. It, no, 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 okay, I think it's a very tw- short shooting time. Tw- twenty two days, twenty two days to shoot Tremors three. Which, like, think about that. That is so okay. Think about that. Filmmaking, okay, Universal or Stampede or whoever did this. Filmmaking one on one. You do not shoot for twenty two days. You shoot for. You have to shoot for. Over the course of, you had to shoot at maximum six months. The first Tremors was three months of filming in Lone Pine. Yeah. The second. Nah, but like when it comes to a movie, you shoot for three months yep. minimum. Yep. 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 Six months maximum. Yep. Depending on how long you want your movie to be. Twenty-two days to shoot Tremors three. I always go back that to that when I critique it. Like the, that was literally just a month. That's not even a month. a month. That's not even a month. That's not even a month. Not even. That, like that's where I, I, I is out of the question. And I'm like, no, we're not shooting for just a month. We're going to shoot a maximum. If you want us to shoot for a shorter time, give us two months. Yeah. Two months. That's more. Than, that's. That's a damn good amount of time to shoot a film. So that's it's where a little shorter than typically, but actually, two months minimum. 
Six months max. Six months maximum when it comes to shooting a movie. So the Even reason there's yes, so much CGI is they ran out of time for two months, but it's Literally. still doable. And the CGI, and the CGI. Now it will it will look more on par with maybe like two. Which if you look at Tremors two, it's still and like keep in mind it's still good, but it ages poorly compared. But but not nearly as poorly as three. That fuck your when El Blanco comes out of the ground, he does. Uh, he looks like, like a giant ass. penis. He looks like a giant yeah, white penis. Like, yeah, it looks like a giant. It, look, it looks like a giant. It looks it's like a giant willy flopping in Fucking the air. Like, like, which is what they were trying to avoid with the first movie. I know, right? Because remember the original design? They, like, they, they literally like, took out the foreskin in the first yeah, design. It's a skeleton to re- reveal a soft, that would slide back and reveal a soft interior. And they, they basically changed that design. They, they changed that design because they didn't want, because they're like, look, John, this movie is not about giant dicks chasing people. <laughs> Change the design. <laughs> Gail Ann Hurd, I always have to credit her with that. Uh, she's a producer for James Cameron. She's actually on The Walking Dead right now, but that's always that was that's her veto that I always remember so much. Where she's just like, "These look like dicks. Change it, <laughs> please, for the love of God, change and now, this." Two movies later, ass blasters. <laughs> Not just ass lab, well, not really the ass blaster. El Blanco comes up, looks like a giant white, pale white dick flopping in the air. You can't see it. I'm doing okay. a dick motion okay. with my arm. You're fired. <laughs> no, it's you're bad. Fire us. We're, we're as big as Disney. No, you're not. That's you're where fired. I have to say. Pack your bags. We're going to another. We're going to another goddamn studio. This is where I have to say that the TV show still ends up doing CGI better than Tremors 3 uh, does. It does. It does do CGI. It's still noticeable because it's TV CGI. Uh, I, I know, but I, I was trying to say they do it. It's not really going to be as good in the movies. It's going to be a little off. They do it better than 3. Because it's a show. But they actually thought to make El Blanco practical. Yep. The damn movie couldn't even do that. There's actually a great, I love a great shot in the series is they literally winch El Blanco up onto a truck. And it's it's just the graboid puppet or whatever, but you know they're just like they ha- they're just out of sight enough that they're able to manipulate the head, and it, they're like winching this full size puppet onto a fucking truck trailer, and it, I just I, it's one of my favorite just like practical shots. Yeah, where you're like, like the Jaws thing where they had like half of it carved out for the yeah 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 yeah. Into, yeah 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 half of it. Okay, so they did the they definitely did the Jaws things where it would either be face where, where it would face a certain camera yep. angle, yep, so yep. you'll only see one side and the other side's just hollow. It's yep. for like it's for like the mechanisms and all that. Have you ever watched uh, the Lost Tapes, the Tremors, the Lost Tapes? No. Oh, oh, dude, dude, dude. Okay, after after we're done here, don't listen to my podcast. Uh, I mean, whatever, because it's just opinion. Go to Steve S S Wilson's personal YouTube channel. That's the guy that created Tremors. That's his original yeah, idea. Yeah. Because he created it after going on a hike. And he yes, was yes. Like, what if something was under the ground? And it was like... Hey, hey, it's a good idea. Hey, man, we're here 35, later, 35 years later talking about it. I'm not, not, not going to knock the idea. 
but yeah, here's, I, but, yeah, I'm uh, not gonna knock the origin of said idea, but it is pretty funny think, looking back <laughs> and when, like on what made it, gave him that idea. I get the, I like the idea that it was hiking, but all of a sudden just I thought about something. Hey, what were, what if there were giant underground worms that could eat people under under me? He's a pretty big stoner. Like we got a come franchise. On. <laughs> we got a we got a franchise. You never been out hiking and smoking a bowl and just been like, man, like. What if there was something under these fucking trees, dude? <laughs> well, uh, it was, it was no, but I was trying to say... Uh, what li- if there was something under the trees, man? <laughs> uh, the Lost Tapes. Like, if you get... Go go check it out. Tremors, The Lost Tapes. Uh, it's so I'll far... Definitely a, check, I'll definitely check it out. A 22-part series. And it's... His dad had a home video camera literally on the set of Tremors filming the whole time. When, when, when productions do this. No, this this like, wasn't this was this guy's dad. Production. No, like, no, no, no. This is stages of production where they actually film the production. All, all of it. Have a movie about the making of the movie. And so Steve like, is actually. I love seeing everything come together without necessarily having to be there. No, 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 dude, you love it. And Steve has all these home videotapes from his dad of filming because his dad was so proud of him because it was his first movie. Like, that they were control. They'd done lots of movies before, but it was the first movie that they had complete control over. So it was his, de- his first big, but it was his, yeah, it was his first major movie. Oh, uh, actually, that would be Short Circuit. No, I have to, I always have to say that. Movie. The reason oh, yeah. that they got Tremors is but, because they but, made yeah, Short Circuit. Uh, yeah, but Tremors is, is, ended up becoming the, his first mainstream movie. It's the one we think of. But the, the point that I was you trying to say... Nobody, nobody talks about fucking short circuit anymore. I do, dude. Okay, I only just saw that movie okay, for the I first time last you, month. You did, dude. I was mean, I meant people in general. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was saying, I've, I saw that movie for the first time last month. All right, I've been doing all this stuff like yeah, with they Stampede. Got a, they got a British man play, playing an Indian with a very bad accent. Okay, Whereas, that's uh, that's actually Donnie, not that's not part a, of their script. They got a British man do, playing an Indian who actually pulled off, who actually made me believe. He was fucking Indian. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> the point being, and actually playing Gandhi, like he goes from speaking, like speaking, uh, like, like a, like speaking in a semi-British accent, but with a little bit of the Indian dialect. But then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden, at some point in the movie, he starts speaking with the Indian accent, like very fluently and flawlessly. So the point is, like, it was like that's fucking Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah, like, but the point I was trying to say uh, was that because yeah, um, we were talking about the half, the, the graboid half. It's there's there's a bunch of really great footage of when the graboid first comes out of the ground outside of Chang's when it's the Melvin's on the pole and Melvin get your butt and they it fucking pops out was one of the hardest things to film and it's a graboid half and they almost killed. Tom Woodruff Jr. of Studio ADI. Oh, shit. Like, no, I, like, yeah, like I, just because he was, he was trapped, he was trapped in this thing for just, not trapped, like, it was more like, he'd go down into a hole with this graboid half over top of him, and a respirator, and a mask, and a CB, so he could talk to people, and then they would, it's what we were talking about with the camera angles, and then they launched it up out of the ground. But I always like they almost killed fucking Tom Woodruff Jr. on Tremors. Yeah, yeah which is what they learned from the first movie's mistake when it came to the graboids launching out of the ground, where they actually, they actually perfected, they, they actually 
reinvent. They actually perfected their. So they they took it back. They went back to the drawing board and actually decided, no, let's just. Here's how we're gonna launch the graboid out. We're just gonna use pure manpower and counterweight. Yeah, there we go. Put the graboid like top on a le- on like a lever, and essentially seesaw the thing upward. Yeah. Have you ever seen... raised platform. Oh man. So they learned from the from their past mistakes. That's how Tremors is, bro. <laughs> you may make mistakes, but you better fucking learn from them. <laughs> Like, and I'm surprised I didn't think to do that the first time. <laughs> There's a couple of things. Like, wow, you would know, like that would still be the first thing on my mind. I was like, okay, we need a we need to make a raised platform because if I would do a tremor, I do the same exact same thing as they did in two. They were thinking I mean, of hydraulics. I, I, I would love to do a movie with just just where I'm just surrounded by shriekers. They don't just attack; they're just there staring at me, just like. Like, just imagine just seeing those things just kind of wandering around, minding their business. It's oh. just kind of funny to look at. Also, I do like in two where, where like when Mel, when uh, Grady gets up and they start shrieking out, he shrieks back, one of them stop breathing, looks down. It's like, man. It's like, yeah, like, like in the kill count of that resort, it's like, Grady wins at the expense of the shrieker's self esteem. It's funny because when he says that, the shrieker starts looking down right around. He starts to say self esteem like he's contemplating. <laughs> I'm like, these guys are blind and deaf, right? How the hell did that shrieker hear Grant? I guess they just ignored that for the sake of that joke. Because it'd be funny if, if he just just screamed back at them and one of them just stops and looks down like, well, damn it. It's not actually. The way that it works is the shrieker screams at him, and so he screams back. I don't think the shrieker notices him. I think it's more just like the shrieker is screaming and Grady's screaming, and then they both stop screaming. I don't. I don't think the shrieker well, no, actually he notices. He stops shortly. Like, he, he stops short. Like shortly after. Yeah. The shriekers already stopped because the I just like I here's my head cannon. The shrieker like the shriek they were having a, sh- a scream a scream off and the shrieker won and he just looked down j- just left a wallow in his own self pity. <laughs> That's Man. my head cannon. You know because it's fucking funny to think about. I'm I'm more ma- if you, I'm making a joke, dude. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm oh, thinking like, about it myself where it's it like was. you know I've been like hibernating for the last. 10,000 years, and I come out of this, and you just yell at me? Well, fuck you, then! Man! <laughs> I'm gonna go eat some rice flour! <laughs> oh my god, just you fucking imagine. Actually, uh, what you bring up... I actually do like when Bert's in there, and they're yelling at each other, and the shrieker starts laughing. Shut up! <laughs> I think that's just a convenient. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's hearing the arguing. But you got to realize that like Bert may be hidden in the in the skid loader, but he's yelling. He's yelling a lot, so all of that heat from his voice is like raising up. That if that shrieker was like happening to look, it would be like, what is that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Just look down, just, just shriek, or better, everybody else started shrieking, all the other shriekers started going, and, and that one just goes, shut up! <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> it's just like, oh, crap. 
Okay. So you bring up something that like I'm still waiting for. All right, this is something I have personally been waiting for ever since they said it in Tremors Five. What uh, graboids that detach from the grabbers, ass blasters that hunt at night? What's the next thing? Shriekers that talk? And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. And then just have the characters just have a full on conversation. With no, the so when I when I first watched the. <laughs> Just say them in like a dog, just, just like a fireplace lit cabin, just having, just chilling, having a fucking. When I, when I first watched the fifth movie. Hey, we're hungry, asshole! When I first watched the fifth movie, I fully expected. You know, you know, like, Billy's eating and they're, and they're, and they're literally like joking around, screaming like fucking crazy. I'm just imagining the Shriekers doing something similar to that. See, so like outside just yelling like, hey, feed you know, us! Way, way more civilized. See, this is like, I, like, when I first watched the fifth movie and Jamie Kennedy's in that cave and he's got the flare or whatever and he's talking to himself, I fully oh, yeah, expected a Shrieker. I fully I fully That's expected a shrieker funny. to come around the corner. Okay, still, even though you're doing dialogue, I'm like, okay, that's legit funny. Because let's be real, you'd say the same damn thing if you were in Travis's shoes. I am. I'm waiting for a shrieker to confront Burt Gummer or a Gummer and be like, "Listen, we have watched you hunt our kind for centuries." I don't know, I don't know speaking that voice, I just have him speak like a surfer dude, like, "Broad, don't go, dude. Why are you killing us, man?" Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. Hi, everybody. I'm a shrieker, and I'm here to teach you about tremors. <laughs> I love. Sorry, that's a terrible Zoran impression. I love you, Zoran. I hope you're not listening to this. No. Oh, you need to watch it. It's one of the most bonkers sketches I've ever seen. You think it's just going to be this normal thing, and then it just it goes from zero to a, it, it, like it goes it goes zero to what the fuck in literally in like the span of seconds. The library. Funny shit I've ever seen. Like. <laughs> It is beyond what the, like, by the time it's over, I'm just sitting there going, what the fuck? Guy turned himself into a librarian, Morty. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. No, 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 no. It's not a hot librarian that slowly, slowly revealed to be completely something else entirely. Okay, then. The way it's done, though. It's weird when I'm explaining, see, certain things just cannot be explained. They have to be witnessed. By the end, you'll just go, what the fuck did I just witness? And then just begin laughing your ass off about how fucking bonkers it got. <laughs> Actually, let me do that. Let, let me sit there. Let me go look that up. Oh, I can send it through. I can send it through. Um, I'll DM it to you real, real quick. And then when we're done, you can go ahead and watch that. And Please do. I mean, let me know. That in the Dracula movie. I got it. Yeah. I mean, 
Like those movies are hard to find. I I know what the high seas are. Yarmy. Ah, ah, a fellow pirate, I. No, I don't know what you. No, I have the. I bought these. I bought these DVDs of Tremors completely. I don't have them downloaded anywhere. <laughs> no, you know I'm. Dude, there's. I don't think. I don't think anybody's gonna care. No, no, no. I mean, there's a whole. I got Tremors two and two, one and two. I just there's a whole them. video segment to this. I, I, I have I, this recorded. I, I, so. I only did it for myself, though. I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna do nothing stupid like, oh, I'm just gonna, oh, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get all of these, then sell them to all my friends. No, that's what piracy, that's called piracy, dude. I'm not doing that. Nope. I do it, it's education. I'm really poor, and I wouldn't fucking be able to learn anything if I wasn't able to do it. Exactly! That is the reason, the only reason why I would go on, like, something like MyFlix or, or Dark Side Release Group, which sadly is no longer a thing. But... That is the only reason I download these movies and burn them because they'd be for myself. Because I want to see these movies and I don't, and I just can't afford them. Right, right, man, right. Yeah, that's the only reason. I think most movie com- movie studios, like production companies, like Universal, Warner Brothers, this, I think they know this shit and they just they're like, yeah. Right. And plus, it's giving their films more exposure, so more just means more. Like they're getting, it's getting seen. I realize that all the time because all they care about. Because uh, nobody to I have to tell people this all the time, where it's like you can't watch Tremors the series unless you buy the fucking DVD, and then the DVD is region locked, so you have to be in the United States or buy a region one yeah, DVD player yeah, to buy it. Only region one region coding. That's, so, fu- that's a stupid fucking. And I'm, I'm actually I'm really glad that the Tremors saga has been putting the episodes up on Vimeo because you literally cannot watch it. Anywhere. You cannot watch Tremors the series. I, mean, I do have them on MyFlix, and I've been able to watch Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I try, I like, but you have to have an ad block. You have to use an ad blocker because you get a shit ton of pop-ups yeah. on those type of sites. And you have to... Li- like, I was using that site, but I had to constantly jump out of the... Po- I literally yeah. had to exit out of the pop-ups just to download it. Just to get to the movie. It's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. That's where I, I re- finally I, found yeah. out. I, but then I finally looked. I was like, oh, shit, I can use an ad blocker now. Yeah. That's where I, I download things. Block, I, I, I have to. For, my Sam, for Samsung internet, for the Samsung internet browser, and I'm good now. Yeah, that's where I have to download things, and I recommend it to people all the time. If something, if they're putting a block up and they're not letting you watch it, or you got to watch it with more ads, fuck you. I'm gonna download it. Go eat a dick. Like that's. Well, if, no, well, no, fuck you. I'm using an ad blocker. Or that, yeah, whichever. Like, fuck you. You you don't deserve the money if you're gonna be an asshole. That's where I actually say I always try to say support your artists. Malicious, they're like they're like virus. They they'll give you viruses if you do anything with them. That's what those pop ups do. They'll give you a virus if you do if you do with them. And I hate that shit. So bypass all of that. Should know better than to put these to have automatic pop ups. Bypass all of that. Just go download it. One three 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 seven x dot to is a great one. Wink, wink. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I use MyFlixer when it comes to downloading the movies because once you play it, it has that download button and it just sends you straight to another. It does have a pop up oh. and it pops you, but the pop up is actually to where you can download it. And I use the stream and I download it through Streamlabs. Ah, uh, all right. So now I'm realizing there's an age difference here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I come. I'm a little more old school, so I just download the straight torrent. I got you now. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm t- dude. I'm twenty. I'm thirty. It's okay. 
We're all different uh, ages. Oh, oh shit! Well, damn, you don't sound you don't sound thirty. Shit. Well, you know what? You, <coughs> it's actually kind of like my cousin's my cousin's husband. It's, uh, he's thirty. He's like thirty one. Yet he doesn't sound. He doesn't look or sound it. I am thirty one. I just turned thirty one July first. So. I turned twenty one. I turned twenty one November twenty fifth of this year. Yeah. yeah. Age be nothing but a number. But that's. I, I, you just made me realize though. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Like, yeah. I grew up in the. The 90s, 2000s, and we were, it was all about the Pirate Bay downloading, so. I in the 90s, not gonna lie. The 80s and 90s just look like a fun time to be alive. Uh, I mean, hey man. I mean, if you're ignoring uh, all the shit, go, all the, the controversial shit that was going on in the news at the time. I, I, I say this a lot, like, to my wife when we were talking, it's like, you know, I've heard all these old people telling me my whole life, like, yeah, you know, things used to be a lot better in my day, or, you know, my childhood was a lot better, and I gotta say, man... My childhood was shit, and it's just been a downhill slide ever since. There's, there was no part of the 90s. I had a good childhood, though, for all intents and purposes. Even though my dad died at, like, the ass end of the 2000s. It's all of it. The 90s onward has just been this gradual slide down of, like, yeah, America sucks, the world sucks, you're fucking fucked, get over it, man. Like, ah. I mean, I mean, when I was a kid, I wasn't paying attention to a lot of shit. I mean, I had a good childhood back in... I did have a damn good childhood back in the 2000s. When I say back in the 2000s, because those are my most fond memories. Huh. Even though I was born in 2001, so I was a baby for for most of the early... 2000, for most of 2001, 2002, and 2003. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You're making me feel old. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, how do you think I feel? Every time I go back, like on YouTube, I watch all these old 2000s nostalgic 2000s commercial 2000s commercials because that's what I used to love watching as a kid because they bring me back to my childhood when I was little, and uh, and I'm going, man, I feel old. <laughs> I made a cane. <laughs> At some point, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a reaction. I want to do a reaction video of me watching all these old 2000s commercials cut to black and it says. To like several commercial, several videos later, and then it cuts back to me, and I'm in old man makeup, and I'm like, going with a gray haired wig and a hat and a cat and a walker. No, I'm in a wheel. I'm in like an electric wheelchair. And I'm like, that'd be so fucking funny. Hold on. So then that means. So then I got. There's one weird question for you. So then, do you remember when sci-fi used to be spelled science fiction? S I F I. Yep, and it had the. It had oh. Sat- it had oh, thank God. Thank God. Oh, thank God. You're not. I'm not that old. Cool. We have that. <laughs> Episode from season four, the first. That was the first time I ever saw that show. Oh wow! And that show, like when I saw David Banner's whole fighting Del Fry's creature, I was like, I was like, what? What is this? What is this world? Shelter kids, and I didn't know much about comics or the Hulk in general. I didn't. I didn't have time to grow up with comics. Okay, I was growing up with shit like the Wiggles and Teletubbies. Okay. <laughs> and I was growing up with shit like Spongebob, Jimmy Neutron, Fairly Odd Parents, you fucking name it. Hey, I grew up with all those too. Actually, that's, wow, nice. Yeah, wow. 
Okay, so we have similar I, I also, I think I also watched I Was a Teenage Robot or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but keep in mind, I only saw that because there was the Nick Pick stuff that they had, a little compilation DVDs of all these different shows, of a couple episodes from all these different shows on one, like, it was like Pick 5 or whatever. <laughs> Uh, they would have a three one. They even had one for Disney Jr. for Nick Jr. stuff. Wow. I had that as well. The Nickelodeon, but the actual Nickelodeon one with the SpongeBob episode what was a one million BC or something to that effect. I don't know what you're talking about. They, Hit me again. It was, it was, the, it was like it was the fuck it was the fucking uh it was the fucking obligatory caveman episode. I, I, I have everything no, said in prehistoric time. I have no idea. I have no idea what the fuck yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, I saw about. it. Yeah, there, there, was, there was plenty of shit. I, I promote, yeah, I had those. I had a shit, I saw a shit ton of stuff when I was little, and a lot of stuff I kind of wish I didn't see. Right? Yeah. I mean, as, as when I was a kid, I kind of wish I didn't watch the Benchwarmers at a young age. That severely fucked, that opening scene severely fucked me up for life. I kind of want to ask you Not what the opening yet. scene was, but I don't Not want to ask you what the opening scene was, but I also want to ask you. Kid gets bullied, well, lack of a better word, kid gets bullied, a baseball saying, kids get, kid gets bullied, pushed to the ground, and you can figure out the rest from there. Oh. I say, but there's a joke that comes, but it's actually something that comes back later, it's something that kind of comes back later, in one uh, of the later scenes, and it's legit funny when it happens. Okay, okay. Okay, there's a joke here. Just, uh, there, there's some, there, I'll just I'll just recite something from a later scene when they were talking. Or better, I'll just talk about a later scene because it's talking about the opening. I don't want to go into too de- too much detail because I'm embarrassed. Just because because that is something I'm embarrassed to admit. But I was a child. It confused the hell out of me, and it fucked me up later for life. I'm still seeing the doc. I'm still I'm still getting therapy for it. I'm exaggerating the therapy angle. Okay, like keep in mind. I'm <laughs> what was it? I've only watched Benchwarmers once, so I don't really remember what you're talking about. That's where I'm like, hold on, what? Yeah. Keep in mind, I was a child, and I was I was a child. Hormones weren't a thing yet. <laughs> and and if you're about to ask, no, I'm straight. Uh, what? I, I wasn't about God. to ask, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep- As- as I okay, say to many people when they feel the urge to say that out loud, what? <laughs> I w- wasn't yeah, thinking yeah, of it, yeah, but okay. Is, is the power to cut out the... Yeah, keep in mind. Yeah, keep no, in mind. I'm, no. Keep in mind. That, that, shit's out of, that, sh- that shit's out of my head now. Well, we'll leave it. I, I don't edit anything out. I, I might edit the end or the beginning to make it, uh, like, fit, but I don't edit the middle. <laughs> just, just. You might want to edit this part out, dude. Just... Just for my, just just to save me the embarrassment. No, 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 no. You're straight. You like smashing that puss, bro. I get it. I get it. <laughs> just the way you said it. Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah, when I watched that opening, I was a child, so obviously I didn't know. And keep in mind, I was a very sheltered child, so I didn't know much. I'm putting together but that there's something I'm highly sh- sexual and yet bullying in this opening scene. I, God, you're gonna make me just need to watch it when we're done here. Like, no. It's kind of, it makes me, it'll probably make you go, what the fuck, how do, uh, huh, like, the least, the less you know about what, what got me into that, the better, but I'm no longer into that, thank God. Again, 
I was a child through a phase, and that fa- and that said phase has been over for years. Oh, okay. I'm going to help you out a that's little bit. That's what getting A helps you. <laughs> I'm going to help you out a little bit here. Um, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, Trevor. Yeah, oh, I, I really don't I don't want to change the subject I actually want to keep going but I don't want to change the subject I actually want to keep going but I like you enough it's like oh let's uh we'll go back to the Tremors <laughs> What's the... yeah let's go back to Tremors because I don't know like this is gonna be because I'm gonna I feel like fucking Newt Wallen on talking on talking about tapes this is that podcast that, that other podcast Tony did well it's it's a, a review show, which I want to do something like that. If you if you'd be up to it, because that's something I've always wanted. That's also something I wanted to do. Wait, wait, one more time. What was it? I was talking about tapes. They would talk about movies and kind of and like in a very in like in like a review style. But it was a mixture because Tony uh, Peluso was also on. A, you watched Cinemaster, correct? Cinemaster. One more time. Cinemassacre. No. I have not. Oh, you need to watch it. It's good. Well, basically, basically, if you know Angry Video Game Nerd, that's the channel it's on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think James has talked about Tremors at one point before. Yeah. I think very brief. I yeah, I believe he did in one of his Monster Madness episodes. In one of the Monster Madness episodes, but I could be wrong. I'm, but I believe so. I'll have to go back and check. That always gives me a reason to try. So thank you. I will check that out. Cinema Massacre. Yeah, there he does this like um. Annual, like this annual 30 day heart. Well, for a while it wasn't even 30 days because he would do it like 30 days of movie reviews, but he's gone back to that format, thank God. But it started as 31 day, 31 horror movie reviews a day uh, leading up to Halloween. Mm. He started it back in 2007 and oh, it's still going. Damn. That's a lot of 30 days of Halloween. Holy shit. <laughs> well, I mean, Halloween only comes once a year, and October is a 31 day month. <laughs> Hello. So wait, what were you trying to say about that then? Cinemasker, that's where we're at. Sorry, I was trying to keep you going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the guys, they did this this series called Rental Reviews that lasted like 100 episodes, 101 episodes, but it got canceled because of the, they, they stopped doing it. They discontinued it because of the whole COVID thing. And Tony, one of the member, one of the guys who would jump, go up there, his channel's Hack the Movies, if you want to check them out as well. Oh, I know so Hack the Movies. I know Hack the Movies, yeah. Okay, you're probably gonna get confused when I say this, but trust me, when you actually watch them, it's a running, it's a, it's a running joke in that, in that show. The like, in, in his videos, it's, it's kind of a running joke. Okay. Like for a while, I was always wondering why, what the hell was up with that joke. I was like, oh, he's being sarcastic. Okay. Okay. Was, uh, basically, okay, so shout out to the very famous Tony from Hack the Movies. Hey, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, to, yeah, to, that, that's a running joke in Tony's stuff. Like he'll he'll lie, like he'll say, "Oh, I'm very famous and very important." Like he's he's trying to act like a dick. Like he's trying to act like one of those famous, oh, like, those sort of famous uh, people that that are like that always act like they're higher than everybody. Like uh, he's making fun of them. Um, he uh, he did it. He did. I was watching a Tremors episode. And he was doing it. He's like, oh and. Richard Brake is in uh, Tremor 7, and you know what? We actually shared the screen together in The Dark Knight Rises, but I think I got more screen time uh, in the end. Yeah, that's another running joke. He, right. was, like, he was in The Dark Knight Rises, right? yeah, because he was an extra in The yeah. Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> it was in, like, the football scene, but you can't see him. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> he's in one of those wide shots that you'd be paying ass to look for. But, yeah, he was He was on in Dark, he was in Dark Knight Rises as an extra. Yep. But, 
That, but that's the biggest joke, though. That's another running joke, and it's mainly from the fans. He's like, "Well, you were in the you were in the Dark Knight Rises, man. You because he's he's talked about it so damn much that people would be getting sarcastic. Why this guy go? You were in Dark Knight Rises. You were, you've never mentioned that." <laughs> They would say it in such a sarcastic manner too, because he said it all. The, he says it, he thought he, he would talk about it all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He bragged, be bragging about it. I'm like, dude, you were an extra that no one could see. Uh, not even a featured extra. <laughs> yeah, not even a featured extra. You were uncredited, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 I did love that track. When they were ranking the worst the Tremors movies from best like, That was a good video. What's the worst Tremors movie? I actually and like that video. Everybody agreed it was it was uh, seven. No, it is not seven. <laughs> no, actually no. Everybody agreed it was six. Yeah. Because for one, it was still filmed in South Africa. But I'm like, oh the fuckers! I'd probably rewatch six more no, than seven. No, because I, I, it wasn't. I, they didn't all say that seven was the best. Because the one guy was actually like, actually seven might be my number two. And I like, dude, the fucking wrong. <laughs> that is the best ranking to put seven. Keep in mind, think about it. Number two. <laughs> Oh, shit. okay. I was just gonna. Sorry, you had me. You had me in the first half. <laughs> I was like, "What? Do I gotta throw hands? Because I will." <laughs> I kind of love. You no, keep. I think he put that there. I think he put it at his number as his number two because 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 it's still a shit movie. The the the, the what like the guy who directed the three later Tremors movies, who was also an actor at one point. Yeah, in a couple movies. Yeah. He's actually a cocaine smuggler. <laughs> no. Well, that explains yeah. why, why Tremor or Tremor Shrieker Island looks so bon- like would be so bonkers at no, times because I, he, because the guy who directed it was literally high off his ass. No, I, that's not. I'm not like joking. I mean, okay, it is. It's a personal joke that I have throughout the podcast. That is my yeah, legitimate. Yeah, it's, a, it's an end joke. It's a running joke nope. in the podcast, but it's a legit. It's no, because uh, you have to, like, with Tremors 5 uh, tr- five through 7, Universal says that the reason that they kicked out Stampede was because Stampede didn't know how to make low-budget movies. Even though Tremors Hello, 1... Tremors! Even, even though, I mean, this is the numbers. Tremors 1, 2, 3, 4, and the TV show cost under $30 million to make all five of those. And yet Universal said... Oh, Stampede, we don't think that you know how to make low-budget movies. So then they turn around and they hire a guy whose first movie that he ever made was about these two guys who, are who like, use what they do as a front for cocaine smuggling. And so I've always had this theory that, like, the real reason Don Michael Paul was hired is because he's actually, like, a cocaine smuggler. Like in people in okay, so it's just a, it's just a little conspiracy theory that may be true. Because at, well, and you, I go to this like he's directed so many like shit sequels. Like that's what he's known for is directing shit sequels. You can do a thing as a movie studio where you're like, yeah, we're gonna send you over to another country to make a movie. But then underneath of it, oh yeah, we're gonna spend a million dollars to make a movie. We're gonna make ten million dollars in the cocaine and heroin that we're using your movie studio, your movie to front as. So that's that's why five, six, and seven were made is a fucking heroin cocaine smuggling front. That's not it's not a joke. Like if you, I will go into this. 
Like, I, like seriously, Don Michael Paul is a cocaine smuggler. I said it. I said yeah. This, <laughs> my, one of my favorite episodes of my podcast that I do is Tremor 6. I do a commentary for it. Because the whole time I'm just, I'm pretending to be Don Michael Paul snorting cocaine. Because because that movie, like, guys, listen, okay, we can't film in Bulgaria, but we're, we're going to go back to South Africa, and we're going to fucking, it's going to be all blue, man. You oh, is there a third person? Listen, come here, let's talk about cocaine smuggling. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, cocaine smuggler, folks. I mean, I know we talk about it a lot. Trust me, Don Michael Paul most likely smuggles heroin and cocaine. It's a thing. Hollywood's been doing it a long while. I'm kind of vamping because I can tell Keegan's in the background getting something to drink there. But seriously, like, you look at these movies, you can't say, oh, uh, like, we're going to do these low budget and not actually, like, let people know what the budget is. I had, to, I had, to, get me so- I had to make me something to drink. I was freaking thirsty. Oh, no, you're good. I'm vamping. <laughs> we know what the budgets are for one, two, three, four, and the TV show. We do not know what the budgets are for Tremors 5, 6, and 7, but we know how much they made. So, like, what are you hiding? What's your tax break? What are you doing there? Feel free to join back in. I'm just talking about my conspiracy theory. Oh. <laughs> no, it is. Like, seriously. it It's my yeah, main, like. What the hell that mutter, what the hell that mumble, what the hell that muttering was. was just like. No, that's like I told you. I've got there's the camera running, and I have the podcast uh, recorder running too. So I was vamping because I could tell you were getting a drink. So I was ex- oh, expanding. Oh, shit. Yeah, because yeah, you won't be able to see me because I don't have. See, I don't have a fancy smancy shadow like you do. <laughs> oh d- no. Okay. So what is it? This is a rig. This is a fucking crazy ass. I've had to jerry rig a bunch of weird ass shit. I'm running you off my phone, and then. Caitlin has a, a Chromebook and I have a Chromebook, and so I'll run I'll run camera off one one Chromebook and then I'll run audio off the other Chromebook. And I got a jacked up microphone that I use. Uh, the, the fanciest thing that I got here is a ring light. That's actually my fanciest piece of equipment. The rest of this is all hand me down shit. So, as Burkhammer says, just do what you can with what you got. Which is what I I did like his character develop. I did like his little care his little character development in the seventh movie though, where he, where they were talking about Travis. Like I did like that. That at least was good. Like him kind of real like because like, I was wondering like yeah who's who's this guy's mother and why like what. What the hell does she and Bert have in common? Like, what the, like, I can see that. See where I'm going with this? It was kind of interesting. Like, what they did with that. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, I, I, I waffle on, like, really? Jamie Kennedy as Michael Gross's kid? There was, there was. It does no- work when you, it does work on some level it, because once you see him in the Bert getup, 
in six, six. It actually like and when he's doing the mannerism, oh. he actually kind of favors yeah. Bert in a way. No, that's actually and my favorite. Because he's getting serious because, like, this is kind of like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he, well, serious, as serious as Bert could possibly get. No, that's my favorite, favorite, like, that's finally when Travis comes to form for me. And I'm like, oh, because I love that he doesn't quite my get balls it. balls are in the blizzard book of balls. <laughs> We're in the FMB. The TMZ, DOA on the ALB, and like, like he's he's trying to. I love it because Travis is trying to be Bert, but I mean nobody else can be Bert Gummer but Michael Gross. But I really respect the fuck out of Jamie Kennedy for trying. Yeah, but Jamie, you know what's hilarious? Jamie Kennedy's get a real a real talent is impressions. Oh and yeah, he's the, a funny guy. Again, say what you will about Son of the Mask, that cursed ass movie, but I did like it as a kid. That was the first movie from that was my first ever time watching a movie that was based on the mask. Oh god. Oh god. And then when I saw it as a kid, I didn't when I watched the movie as a kid, I actually didn't remember most of it except for a couple key parts. Which was Loki which was a uh, Loki uh, in Alvy's bedroom. And the and the, the the neighbor getting his head getting turned into a giant nose. I was like, okay, that's disgusting. That's about the only thing in that movie I really remember. I'm struggling to remember much. I as a kid because it was probably the only saw scene I saw. But I did see the I did I do remember the uh, uh, Jamie Kennedy getting turned. Jamie Kennedy's mask form, which I like that they gave him hair. I'm sorry. I also like him when he's as the mask. Yes, he, yes he's annoying, but so is so is uh, Tim. Tim is fucking annoying too. That was the idea. But he's no. Well, I did like. I do like the. Hey, okay, get it back, my son. Um, no, <laughs> that's a legit funny moment. <laughs> like that boy. It's just the. It's just that over dramatic, and then Loki just goes um. No, and then he just runs the fuck away. <laughs> that was legit funny. You cannot say there is no, there are no funny moments in that movie because there are, and when they happen, they're legit funny. That's a good scene. I actually did like the cover, the the fucking what was it, the 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 the, 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 the musical number where they goes into different styles. Like I don't know what that second style was supposed to be, and who he was supposed to be being, and who he was supposed to be imitating because it didn't look. Some people say it's Elvis. I'm like, Elvis did not have that type of hairstyle. And, no, that was not Elvis. That was somebody else. I do not know who in that moment Kennedy was trying to mimic. Like, even to this day, I have no clue who he was supposed to be trying to imitate. See, I don't even remember what you're talking about, so I'm trying to even... Yeah, I'm going to have to get you. We're going to have to rewatch that. Me and you would probably have to get together at some point and watch that movie on, as part of like a podcast. <laughs> Son of the Mask. As part of like a special little <laughs> podcast thing. And just see how long we can get before getting pissed, pissed <coughs> off. Okay, we watched the first Mask movie and then and now we're on to the unnecessary sequel. Okay, I'm struggling to remember anything about that movie. I remember quite a bit. <laughs> I do like Bob Hoskins as Odin. That's hilarious. Like, I don't, I don't remember that. Your mask, Loki. Really, in that Yosemite Sam type voice. It's Holy hilarious. Shit. 
I no, holy fuck, man! Wow, I do not remember that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, wow, okay. Bob Hoskins as Odin is hilarious. Especially when you notice how fucking short he is. Oh, speaking of Bob Hoskins, have you seen uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie? I have. I actually like that movie. I, <laughs> I have. Think that's a legit good movie. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the games, but it, yeah, it's called an adaptation, dude. It's just supposed to take the best. Uh, look at the original game. There is no story in that. It's literally just Mario saves a princess from a monster and defeats the monster. Yeah. The end. I've always liked that movie. When you're making the ad into a movie, you got to get creative. And they got creative. Yeah. I've always wanted a sequel to that. They have their sequel set up at the end of that movie, and it's like, ah, I want to take it. It's so difficult now because Bob Hoskins is long dead, and now Dennis Hopper's fucking dead. I bet in the 90s, man. That's why the 90s has been a downhill slide. Like, people shouldn't have got so pissed off at it because it was not faithful to the games. I mean, yeah, it was. Like, I get it. But the games were are, uh, difficult and all. Like, the only way you could make a movie out of that is if you did it in an animated format. Yeah. You could not make a live-action movie out of, a video, out of that specific game. It's just not doable. It doesn't work. It doesn't have any, like... It, I know that there is lore in the Mario world. I know that they have a store, they have a, a through line and setups and everything that they do in it all. But it's not that expansive. I, and I re- I'm saying this because I didn't. When the Sonic movie first came out, I had a whole like, "You're doing a movie." I'm like, "Sonic, really? How much you got there?" And then I like went and read up, and I was like, "Holy shit! I didn't realize fucking Sonic had like." Like, legit storyline, like, Game of Thrones level shit happening here in the background. Like, okay, like, let maybe we can make a also, Sonic movie. Also, Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotic. Oh! That is surprisingly good casting. God, it's so good! Yeah, I, do like, I do like when he's dancing around and all of a sudden his, like, secretary or somebody comes or whatever comes in. And then it's just like, his reaction when he comes in, he's like, ah! He's like... <laughs> scream is hilarious. <laughs> no, that's. I know Jim no, said no, that he's I done. Like, I just, I was just seeing if you wanted a latte made which would stand Austrian goat milk. Of course, I want a latte. What am? I, what are you taking me for, an idiot? I, uh, you, uh, no, he's like, what, what are you taking for? Of course, I want a latte. I love the way you make them. It's <laughs> high off his ass. I, I love the way you make. I love the way that he says. Or something. <laughs> No, I, Jim I said that he's it. done acting, and I'm like, please. No, I uh, Jim Carrey in that role. Oh, so good. <laughs> please don't quit acting till you do Sonic Three, Jim. Please, please. I think he may come back for three, but he might not come back. He might not. I was literally is Jim Carrey considering about retiring? No, that's why I said he said he's retiring, and I'm like, please. Retire, but can you just do the Sonic movies? <laughs> yeah, come back for Sonic. Yeah, come back for Sonic Three and then retire. Yeah, man, please. I think, I think it's needed. Please. <laughs> but then, wait a minute. Didn't Jim Carrey also want, at one point recently say he'd be open to doing a sequel to The Mask? Uh, I would. I don't think I've heard think that. Think about that. I think I heard recently, uh, sometime fairly recently, he said he'd be open to returning a Stanley Ipkiss. I'm like, what 
little too late, my guy. Yeah. You should have been open to returning back in the 90s. <laughs> Where were you for set of the mask, asshole? <laughs> I do think Jamie Kennedy is a, is not, it's not a bad idea. It's a not, he's not a bad follow-up in theory. I don't like how they did it. But I do not think Jamie Kennedy is a bad choice to continue the legacy of the mask. No. It's just... It's just the way they went about it. I uh, don't think it was. Uh, they did it very good. I think they let him improvise too much. I think the key. I, yeah, I, did, I, did, I do. I do. I do. I do like. I do like. The, hello, my baby. Hello, my. <laughs> that little thing. That was legit funny. I think I the key. The key to using that, Jamie Kennedy is like a when script. The kid just like shakes his head, makes that weird ass noise, scares the hell out of him. That's like Jesus. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. No, you have to. When it comes to Jamie Kennedy, he has to have a script. I yeah, guess, you got the real man. Like he's got to. Like he can't. He can't improvise because I'm a hundred percent on Zoran's side. With like, man, Jamie, we don't really need these sexual Jamie harassing can't comments. Improvise doesn't mean you should. Like, and stop, stop hitting on these women in this really creepy way. Just, it's not. Please. I get it, yeah, I get it, but I feel like it's supposed to also show that uh, Travis does not have a way with women. That's no, 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 no. There's the there's the deleted scene where it's just Jamie Kennedy like talking about this girl as like he's listing like different coffee traits and how sexual she is, and it's just like you can tell it's just him riffing. You're like okay. Yeah, I did that. Okay. Uh, I think one of those was less and it was less creepier. Like, I think one, not the version, uh, obviously the version in the movie's not creepier. No, but. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, obviously the, ver- the version in the movie's creepy as hell. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I it's he, like. I think one of the other ones when he was doing, when he was improvising, I think one of them came off less creepy. It was like, well, I, it, was, it came off as a little weird, but it didn't come off as creeper. It's more, it's, it's more what I would say where it's just like, Jamie, can we just rein it in just a little bit there, buddy? Like, let's, there's the words on the page. Okay, just, just read. Just do it in the script. Just do the script. <laughs> we, Stick the script in this case, please. We worked hard on the words. Can we? Can or we better, do the words? Or better yet, have a have a similar like interaction with Val, with like Val and Rhonda. There you go. Just have it be like that. Like, like what do you mean? Just have, just have, or better yet, just don't have, just don't have to say anything to her at all. Yeah, you don't always, it doesn't have to be a sexual angle to it. You don't have to hook people up and be oh, romantic. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a romance angle. Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't even need that. It worked with Val and Rhonda and, I think, Earl and Kate? Yeah. I don't know, did anything ever come of that? Uh, I actually always assume that, like, Val and Rhonda might have ended up breaking up because they have... CPTSD. No, 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 I did like the idea that Valerie uh, McKean, uh, Valerie McKean, uh, whatever, or whatever Val's last name is. I I actually like that they st- were still together and actually had the kid, and the kid ended up running into Bert in the sixth movie. I actually thought that was pretty interesting. Like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Good way to tie it in. Don't get me wrong, because I, I hate the idea of oh. All these like legacy characters when they're married, they just break up. I'm like, what the hell? Why is that trope a thing? Well, okay, this is what I was gonna say when you it asked, worked, like, okay, it worked with Bert, but there was a they couldn't, but they did that little thing because they had to. No, no, you gotta because ask yourself. They couldn't get, uh, they couldn't get Reba McIntyre back. You gotta so ask. They yourself. had to find a way to write her out of the, third, <coughs> the second movie. 
You gotta ask yourself this question. You gotta ask yourself this question when it comes to that. So you have, if you have somebody, uh, two people in a life or death situation like that, and then they end up getting together, it's actually something called trauma bonding, and it doesn't lead to good relationships down the line. So that's where I have a Val and Rhonda them getting together. I could see them ending up breaking up together, like breaking up because they literally became to love each other in the midst of their trauma. Earl and Kate is another story because there's actually a slower, like they actually build up a relationship before the fear factor part comes in of like they're being chased by monsters and then they're into each other. So Val and Rhonda, I'm not sure about Earl and Kate. I'm pretty sure would still be married. Yeah. But I don't think they, I don't even know if they ever actually became, but the difference with with what I was really asking was like, what do you think really came of Earl and Kate? Because I don't think they ever established that they actually became an item. They toyed with, they played around with it in the movie, obviously. I don't know if anything ever really came of that. Are you, uh, uh, this is my legit opinion. Again, Earl and Kate had kids, and one of those kids is John Bernthal as Mikey Stampede Bassett. No, that's not. My, that's, yeah, also, also, just want to say this: rest in peace, Fred Ward. Yeah, no, that's why I say that. Like, that's actually that comes from the Tremor saga too. That's one of their ideas, where John Bernthal totally would be Earl's son. Yeah, I mean, they they have a similar look. They definitely have similar look. So that's where I'll I'll buy any contrivance that gets Earl and Kate together to allow for the marriage of one kid, which would be John Bernthal. Yeah, I would love to get John Bernthal in a Tremors movie where okay. he's actually... But uh, the thing is, I actually want to get uh, Val, and, uh, Val and Rhonda back, but that is if Finn Carter's still alive. But, she is. She's still around kicking. Yeah. Um, everybody needs to come back. What are you talking about? Everybody. That's why it's got to be a TV show. You can't fit it all into one movie. obviously. Because it had to be an ensemble movie, because that's what the first movie was. It was an ensemble. Yeah. No, that's what it's... We're we're limiting ourselves when we say movie. Every time... I kind of got to stop people, because it's like, what you want, you're not going to be able to fit into a movie. There's, there's, the ideas are so grand and excellent and wonderful, you're, you cannot get all of those into a movie. You can get all of those into a TV show, though. Because yeah. then you have the time, and I always think of this, actors, with the way that schedules work, it's a lot harder to get them for, you know, what we were just talking about, the three months to six months of filming a movie. It's a lot easier to, like, oh, hey, come in and play a day part. Come in and play a week part. You know, as an actor, just do a little, like, hey. That's where I say, like, I could totally see Reba showing up in an episode and her and Bert having a reconciliation. They'd still go their separate ways, but you have that, actually, they talk to each other. Or another episode. Yeah. Uh, Speaking, speaking, I, I let you finish after this, but I wanted to, I did want to bring this up. How did you feel about the? How, how do you feel about Bert getting the gun name wrong in five? Uh, <laughs> only for them to, only for them to make up for that in six. Because uh, he, Charlie told her to send, her, send her the HK91. I do, I do like Earl's reaction. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, Earl knows how Bert, Bert has. <laughs> yeah, like that. He knows what that means. Yep. Like that's the killer. That's the nail in the coffin. Honestly, the the HK forty one to the HK ninety one always kind of pisses me off because it's just like you yeah, know. Yeah, but you could you could do even though didn't Michael nope. Ross? No, 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 no. I can't. I actually can't. Before making that, that fifth one. I can't oh, let it slide. 
I can't let it slide because if it was any other character that said it, I'd be absolutely fine with it. Burt Gummer says it. Yeah, Burt you Gummer. Could, you could chalk that up, though, to... Nope, like, nope, what's it's... What's going on in the cave? Nope, 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 nope. He's not thinking straight. Nope, nope, because he, he, he admits to trying to keep his faculties, and it's Burt Gummer. His language is so precise that, like... As he, he's saying, this is my last will and testament. Burt Gummer wouldn't get one number wrong. There's not, and Michael Gross talks about this because he give the HK41 a good hope. Like he he would watch that video again and be like, like oh no, just getting the gun name wrong. Just the I miss, I will, I miss it, and to some extent you. That joke, that joke is perfect. That joke is fucking perfect. Like, seriously, that's, that's one joke. of my favorite... Like, getting the gun name wrong, that joke is fucking perfect. No, it, it is. And to some extent, you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my asshole. No, but that one always kind of just like, oh, it's... It does, it's not about pissing me off, it's just more like, yep, these are not the original Tremors movies that, that they were making. This is this is a new one. This is Universal Tremors. I, it's the difference. There's Stampede Tremors... And then there's Universal Tremors, and it's just one of those, like, yeah, yeah this is not... You guys didn't think about this. Uh, that's where I always got to give Stampede Entertainment credit, and the, what we this goes back to that Jaws thing in the beginning, where everything that they, they do is about outdoing the thing that they did before. They know what they did, they know what other people did, they know what we're expecting as the joke, if we pay enough attention to monster movies and we're into it, and they go, no, no, we're going to go one step farther than that. We're going to go that one step that you didn't think about. And it's just, that Stampede, and then there's Universal, which is, uh, you haven't watched the seventh one, but there, the, this is where the HK41, HK91 thing, I just don't like. No, fuck you, you suck, you're not doing this right. In the seventh movie, there is a scene in the middle of a very loud thunderstorm monsoon where a graboid tracks a guy and eats him but when you understand how graboids work which is by sound and listening to sound and following vibrations a thunderstorm or a rainstorm renders them deaf or renders them blind it's legit static they can't hunt anything in it so you're telling me that like in a fucking island thunderstorm, which is known for being the like craziest, loudest kinds of things, that a graboid finds a guy who's not even making that much noise. He's literally just walking. He's just walking. There's not any extra noise. You're telling me that a graboid is able to find that person? No. You just wanted to do this cheap kill because you thought it looked good. Fuck a bunch of you. Yeah. That's where I can't. It's such a like, no, you're, you literally went. Actually, Zorin does it. He says that one with the shriekers and the bioacoustics, where it's oh they're talking to each other, they're they're bioacoustics, they're they're speaking to each other, and and then I love when it cuts to Zorin in the lab coat and he's like, mm, actually shriekers use uh, heat signatures in order to communicate to each other. The sound means nothing. <laughs> it's like oh fuck that is, it's one of those things where like. As a casual viewer, you just kind of keep going or whatever. But if you were watching one, two, three, four, five, six, and then seven, you'd be like, "So hold on, like you guys had said that like they're talking to each other with heat signatures. Like why would it be they can't hear each other? Like that's 
what did you just do? Like, what, what did you rewrite the rules on? And then even more so, the grabbers. The grabbers in five are something that makes me just want to pull my hair out as your tongue doesn't detach from your body and then come back. You don't, you don't have a, a three separate organisms living inside of your mouth that would eat their own food because that you'd never get food. <laughs> it makes no biological sense. There's actually, there's, uh, this is where it's crazy. There is an organism, organism in the real world that does something similar to that, where it, it, it's a little parasite bug that will burrow onto a fish's tongue and literally replace yeah, its yeah, tongue. Kinda, you know what it kind of looks like? I think it's, a, it's an isopod. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes! Thank you! Booyah! And it'll replace its tongue, and it makes the fish starve because it's eating all the food that the fish would normally eat. And I go like, okay, so our biological uh, realism thing says that why do you have another creature in your mouth fighting for the same fucking food that you would be eating? And that's where, and this is, you probably don't know this, there is a separate five. There's two different Tremors fives. And in the original Tremors five, all of those scenes with the tongues are actually supposed to be the baby graboids. Yeah. No, it's part, like, the the thing that was going to make the fifth movie cool. And this is where I say Stampede is always one step ahead of us when it comes to knowing their own movies and knowing monster movies. The fifth movie had this great angle of, we, we as audience members had seen the dirt dragons in four. We've seen the little baby ones in four. But that doesn't mean Bert has. And so Bert goes to Australia to fight Graboids, and he has the, he's hooked up to the, the seismo, the USGS, uh, seismograph, which gives him, like, readings from all across the world, he's down in Australia, all of this weird shit happens, and it's really scary, and they don't know, like, they're coming on trucks that are, like, turned over, there's, like, carcasses that are, like, ripped apart, and Bert is getting zero readings on his seismos, like, he's like, I, there's nothing showing up, there's nothing showing up. Until finally, about halfway through the movie, they find out what it was. It's like a thousand fucking baby graboids. And they swarm. And they go fucking... They're and they're so small that they don't show up on seismographs. So they can't track them. And because Bert never saw them before, had no idea about them, he's got to like, oh, re-prepare and... No, oh, there's a new form now, and try to do that again. So there would have been these thousands, thousands of little fucking baby graboids swarming everywhere, and it always pisses me off because that sounds like a much better movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I, you're probably like, wait, what? What? This is all. I assume this is all new information. So you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, oh, that would have been I do, so I, cool. I do, I do like the, are you fucking kidding me? The tentacles are now detached from the gravel. <laughs> like, just, for some reason, that delivery just cracks me to hell. It's good, no, that is. Because he's like, and I thought, it, okay, now I've seen everything. It's, it's one of those, actually, and this is one of the only times in the 5, 6, and 7 where I don't mind them repeating a line. And he does the, why is it? That the critical yeah, need to critical know information to never, know gets information to never gets to Burt Gummer. <laughs> and it's just kind of like one of those things you're like, so you just you just like to say that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, at this point, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just catch 
<laughs> That's it. It's fine. It's fine. They actually, and they do a great job of turning the doing what I can with what I got into an actual catchphrase in the TV show. Because they show it. They, there's a Burt Gummer survival school. And on one of... <laughs> No, oh, dude. Dude, man. That's what I mean. You gotta watch the TV show. Uh, and on yeah, one of the... Kinda, it's also kind of like uh, in Slither, there's the Earl Bassett community. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Apparently James Gunn is a Tremors fan. Yeah, and they do rock, paper, scissors in Slither, too. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Even, even though in Tremors 2, they fuck up the name. Earl fucks the fucks up the name. It's rock, paper, scissors. He calls it something else. Nah, I, okay. I always go like, man, he's just old school. <laughs> scissors, rock, paper. No, what? What? <laughs> what the fuck did no, you say? Said, yeah, I think he said scissors, rock, paper. No, that's sorry. what I said. It's scissors, rock, paper. <laughs> what? I'm like, no. It's rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> you old fart. <laughs> no, but they do a great job in the series. There's a pamphlet, and actually Bert is dressed up as Rambo. And on the pamphlet for Burt Gummer's survival school, he, he is. <laughs> There's even a. The ass. Yes. Yes. It is. I need to take a screenshot like, of it. It'd be like weird. It'd be like when Weird Al had the fake muscles it is. in the UHF and it, when, he oh. was play, when he was playing quote unquote Rambo. Dude, that's exactly what it looks like. Like that. That's what I'm mad. That's, that's what exactly what it looks like. <laughs> and it says on the pamphlet. Doing what I can with what I got. And I always laugh. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I laugh because it's just like, oh, so in-universe, Bert just says that so much that they can literally put it on a fucking pamphlet <laughs> for her for her. <laughs> this, this is where I say you got to watch the TV show. There's so many little details in it. Oh. Oh, man. It's... And even that itself is actually a callback to the first movie when Bert is talking and like trying to convince everybody to go out when they're having the nighttime dinner scene and they're all talking, what do you people got against being prepared? Where's the sugar? And then it cuts over to Val and Earl and you hear Val under his breath just, Rambo. (laughs) (laughs) It always comes back. Always comes back. Oh man, I can say, oh you can't, okay, this is where I officially have to say this. Before you hate any more on the TV show, you definitely gotta watch it. Because it'll, it's, it's not all the yeah, mix master. I'm, yeah, I, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, it is 13 episodes, and it's a sci-fi show which has commercial breaks, so I'll be able to deal with it. Oh yeah. It, and actually, I must say, the first five episodes are all Graboid Shriekers and Ass Blasters. They only, mix master then comes in episode six. And then there's only yeah, four yeah, episodes. I, I am looking for. I will definitely look forward to seeing what the hell Bixby looks like because they they refer to it so because they, they talk about it so goddamn much in the movies that well specifically in the first movie I don't think they ever yeah apparently somebody says it's brought up in the franchise I think uh, yeah maybe in the uh, they, they bring it up in three in the first movie but I don't think they ever brought it up in the sequel well no, they, that's because in the second movie they bring it up in three they're in Mexico no they bring it up in three uh. Mindy talks about. Yeah, that's probably like a passing. That's probably like a passing mention. Uh, Mindy like talks about she's maybe once or something. Mindy talks about she's working uh, at the Wendy's in Bixby, and then Jack at the end talks about, "Oh, I'm going to go manage a car wash down in Bixby." So there's there's oh, two references. They don't mention it. They only mention it twice. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's yeah it's 
And you're not going to see Bixby like you're not. Gonna, like that, I don't mean to just spoil it. You're you're probably not going to see Bixby like you want to. It's not going to be Zoran. Bixby. Bixby. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that that's a running joke in the count, in the Tremors kill count. Bixby! He's like, he's like, Wilson! They're like, what the hell happened to the Bixby guy? Bixby! <laughs> yeah, I don't think like that, dude. You're uh, way too fucking well, too. <laughs> excuse me, I gotta take off my pants now. <sighs> no! Ah. No! Nope, you can't tell! I'm not wearing pants. Haha! No. <laughs> you can't see my bottoms! <laughs> uh, I, do like in the, I do like in the second kill count, in the second, in the first two kill count where James senses some disturbance. Oh, the pants are on the wall. Wrong. <laughs> Damn it, Zorn! <laughs> Zorn's pants are taped up there. Uh, I do like in the trailer, in the, the sixth Trevor's kill count, he's like at James' door with his pants off. He's like, join us! Zorn, put your pants back on! God! <laughs> Uh, uh, Zoran did those kill counts just, amazing. First of all, the whole no pants thing just keeps getting, just, it's like, is Zoran just gonna keep doing these running jokes? How many running jokes do you have, and do you need your, oh! you only got the Bixby guy popping out of me. Oh my god! Oh, how do you feel about the, uh, how do you feel about when the Bixby, the guy, when Zoran did the Bixby? Uh, okay, right, I, aren't I? oh, I've never got to share this with somebody. There's a detail in here that I actually, that most people wouldn't pick up on. When they had El Blanco, the El Blanco hand puppet come out, when the dude, when Zorn leaves and the big screen guy pops up, they actually made the puppet jump like, the fuck? They actually added, Zorn actually added that detail. I was like, that's not something you really needed to add the sudden, like, the, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, but it was so fucking, but it's so fucking funny. No, those run- quick he comes back in. Those runners are good. Actually, this is where, okay, Zorin is, is, a, a comedian by nature is a writer and a comedian by nature. There's a great runner yeah. in his low carb comedy videos, uh, where he plays, uh, the saw, the jigsaw guy, the fucking, the puppet or whatever. And, oh, God. He, and he, yeah. and he's playing him, uh, he's playing him like completely straight. Like he's just like an ordinary guy, like living his life. But there's this runner that happens. And this is entirely tremors related. There's a runner that keeps happening where, like, he'll start talking to his wife, and his wife will be like, You know, Bert's better than you. Maybe I'll just go over to Bert's house. And then, wait, hey, what are you, you're going over to Bert's house again? Like, Zorin, 12 years ago, was already putting Bert Gummer jokes in his low-carb comedy videos. Like, the, the Saw guy, his wife is cheating on him with Bert Gummer. Bert Gummer jokes. Like, that's... That's how long it's been happening. <laughs> like, that's how long Zorin has I, loved I, Tremors. I, is, I do like the Bixby running joke, and that, what, uh, what that culminates to in the seventh in the seventh and final Tremors kill count, where he's resembling Tom Hanks <laughs> Wilson! Bring back Steve S.S. S. Wilson! <laughs> Okay. <sighs> I'm going 
Okay, here's gonna be my new nicknames. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like the Decker Shadow nicknaming convention. No, no, the James uh, not Decker Shadow, the uh, James A. Denise naming convention for all the Tremors movies. Okay, we're gonna call Tremors, Tremors. Like you don't even need a nickname for that. It's beneath perfection. Yeah. Tremors, beneath perfect. Well, no, 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 because you know how James James Janice would nickname all the Saw movies? No, I don't. Something similar to that? No, I don't. No, I don't. Actually, give it to I. I don't know the joke you're talking oh, yeah. about. Saw 2, uh, well, I don't remember the nickname for Saw 2, but I do remember the nickname he gave Saw 6, and he called it the healthcare one. I'm going to do something similar to that with Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the blank one <laughs> movie, because it's the one I can think of off the top of my head, so <laughs> The good, the best one. Tremors two, the Mexican one. <laughs> Tremors three, the uh, Tremors three, the TV pilot because that's a backdoor. Because the third was a backdoor pilot to the show. Tremors four, the Western one. Tremors five, the African one. Tremors six, the winter. The winter the African one. one. <laughs> yeah, the winter one. And Tremors seven, the island one. Huh. <laughs> I decided to do that because I thought it would be funny as hell because I just thought of it. I was like, okay, Tremor, Tremors, the best one. Tremors 2, the Mexican one. Tremors 3, the, 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 backdoor, the backdoor pilot one. Tr I'm not going to give a nickname for the series because that's already a nickname in and of itself. <laughs> Tremors 4, the Western one. Tremor, Tremors 5, the African one. Tremors 6, the winter one. Tremor 7, the island one. Uh, no, the tropical one. I'll call it Tremor 7, the tropical one. You sound like a universal there executive. There's your Tremor's nicknames. You sound like a universal <laughs> executive. That sounds like how yeah. they put it. <laughs> it sounds like half the people when they're trying to figure out. It's like, hey, have you seen Tremor's four? Oh, oh, no. Which one was that? The western one. Ah. <laughs> Which is funny to me. Because Tremors one is a is a western to me. I always go. Way, I actually, yeah, in a way. But when I say western, I mean it takes place during old the old western is the word you're looking for. But uh, I that's where I, that I was just more making a joke. Where it's like I always like Tremors one is always like a western to me. Like it's always been like that. Like they're yeah, very. It definitely sounds like a like a western. Yeah. It sounds very country. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, I'm not much of a country music fan, I also, but I also, love I that score. Bacon's not a southerner. So when I hear him doing that southern accent, I'm like, man, he does that really fucking well. Yeah. Well, I was doing the, uh, I read the script for the original Tremors 2, which has Kevin Bacon and Reba coming back into it. And I, I hit this point because I was doing Kevin Bacon's voice and it, I was realizing how southern it is as I was doing it. And then I went to go do Reba and I realized like, oh my God, like this is really Southern because Val talks like this. This, you know, Listen, Earl, listen, Earl. But then you go to Reba and it's just pitched up and I, what are you, what are you talking about? Wait, what? Like, come on. I was like, holy shit. Like, oh God, your woman voice is horrible. <laughs> like, I, I know. I'm sorry. God, yeah, yeah, I think you need to get, you need to get a female impression if you're going to do something like that. If you're going to do, if you're going to try and do, like, have Reba's lines read. Because, hey. I'm sorry, man. That just, that made me jump, made me jump a good five feet. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Give me, yeah, but hey. But you do it, but your Val impression is actually really damn good. Hey, you should listen to my Val and Earl I banter. Do. That's actually where it's really at. I do, I do a, can you fly, you fucker? Can you fly? <laughs> yeah, I know he 
he said sucker, but I'm saying fucker because that's what he said. No, that's what he says. I do that one all the time. I actually, I purposely go out of my way to say it like that. Can you fly, you fucker? You can see him say motherfuckers, too, when he said... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can they, see they, Kevin they say it. Yeah, pretty wonkily. Yeah, they, like, like they, they didn't, they, like, because I guess they didn't realize that PT-13 movies, you yeah. can only, you're only allowed to one F-bomb. Yeah. Actually, there's, if there's a, the Tremors Arrow 4K has a special feature where they, they do an edit with all of the TV edits. So, like, there's what we know as the original theatrical edit where they did take out some words or whatever. But then when they played it on TV, they took out even more words. And there's some where you're just so like... Now you don't even see, you don't even hear them say Mother Humpers. No, oh, no, no, they don't. They don't. They, they don't. They, they don't even say Jesus Christ. There's no damn it. There's no shit. What... What the? Yeah, TV edits I fucking hate. Like, if you're gonna put the movies on TV, you you put the movies out like as is. You don't water them down. You do not water them down just because children might be wondering. Oh, who gives a shit? Kids already watch the theatrical edit. (laughs) It's just language, too. Come the fuck on. Yeah, like, seriously, we, sl- we, we fucking, sl- we, we swear like fucking sailors for fuck's sake, god damn it, son of a bitch. Yeah, punt that, <laughs> punt that cunt titty all the way off the ass fucking shit mile, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have no reserves on language. Like, he was at a convention and he decided to do a live review of um, Breaking Dawn, which is the only time he's done a nostalgia critic review on a stage. Keep oh. in mind, don't exaggerate this. It was like a tiny stage because, again, it was like in a convention. Like, it was a little tiny convention at, like, a hotel or something. So, it wasn't that great big stage. But, they, like, he he, he, he did a whole nostalgia critic review, but he had to do this kind of off the top of his head because he couldn't just play clips and stop it and then cut in or do his jokes like normally because he's on a stage. So, he had to do it kind of like his old school style. Where he was just coming up with stuff, but he still did it in a way because he was doing it off the top of his head. But I do like when he was like, "How do I talk about this movie?" Well, maybe, maybe like it's like another fucking thing that he just stops. <laughs> like he, like he just blurted, blurted it out. Just he just like jumps out of his seat. And I was just like, "Okay, that's funny." <laughs> yeah, that's what more. I imagined. That's what I was imagining. That was uh, what I was imagining. I want to see Doug Walk. I want to see Doug Walker do nostalgia critic reviews of all the Tremors movies. And just like, like he needs to watch all the Tremors movies, and then he needs to really early because I want to see as many people review all the Tremors movies just to kind of get their different opinions. Oh yeah, I actually have to do it as I go through and I literally try to find every fucking YouTube video that I can find of someone doing any kind of Tremors review of anything. I I watch them for research. Actually, that's, that's why I try to my. I can't have a Tremors podcast unless I know that I'm listening to every single person talking about Tremors and then trying to translate yeah, that so out. So let me guess, you watched, you not only did you watch the Kill Counts, but you probably watched Decker Shadows reviews yep. of, yep. Um, oh, I lo- oh, dude, he's well. got some, actually, I love his, his, his are really good on the Tremors series. Drain all my battery. And no, I love. I'll listen to the yeah. first Tremors review 
that Decker did, and I'll have it on loop because I do that all the time. I would listen to music, but I would listen to that, and I'll just go to bed, and I'll have listen to that review while I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Like, it actually does. It actually does help because I'm just sitting there listening. But I do like when he's just like, uh, "What's on the agenda today?" It, it, it's garbage day. Oh man! And then Decker cuts it. So, so Jackass gonna come out. So Jackass gonna think he's funny and come out shooting at us again. <laughs> and I, and I get, I didn't get the joke at first, and then I thought about it. I was like, oh wait, garbage. Oh, I see what you did, you sly motherfucker. <laughs> and he was making a joke about Ricky Chapman and fucking Silent Night, Deadly Night too. I wish I picked. The other, I, I, I can't believe I didn't pick up on that at first. I, I didn't get it. Sorry, that went went woo right over my head. <laughs> Yeah, that went over my head at first, but then I give it the more I hear it. I'm like, no, nah, I get it. <laughs> no, he's got some good critiques. I actually really like what he's got to say about Tremors. I love you. Yeah, Shadow. Also, did you see his Rambo reviews, specifically the Rambo 3 review? No, I did where, not. Where, where, like, Rambo and Troutman are talking in the cell, and then it cuts the Decker really close to the camera. Rambo, I have not sl- I have not had any sleep in days. I will never need to blink again. <laughs> his, his eyes are really close to the camera, and he has to back up so the cuts to him. Like, oh, I'm cut away, cut away. Uh, also, I did watch his uh, eight-legged French review, and I do like when the oh. you know when the giant tarantula rears up on his hind legs, looks at and he's like. What was it, Harlan? Just goes, oh my god! <laughs> that part was legit funny. I was just like, yeah. Because that high music sting. And then he's Harlan's reaction. Oh my god! I'm like, I would probably have had a heart attack if I oh. saw that. <laughs> uh, I fucking love Eight Legged Freaks. Sorry, that's one of my favorites. That was fucking funny. Oh my god. That was the only Giant Spider movie I can even tolerate that yeah, I'll actually so watch. Good. Because it's legit. Uh. <laughs> Funny. Next time you're watching Eight Legged Freaks, try to spot all the Tremors references. There's actually a ton. Oh yeah, there's plenty of Tremors references in there. Yeah. I didn't even get that. Oh dude, uh, I my one of the good ones. The name of the town is Prosperity, Arizona. Perfection, <laughs> Nevada. Because perfection, prosperity, and they're both fake places. They're yep. both fictional places. Uh, the ostr- actually, the ostrich one is always. Yeah, I, I always like. Prosperity's in like Indiana, though. Yeah. yeah. The and, ostrich um, one is the yeah, one that gets me all the Indiana, time. Indiana perfections in Nevada. Yeah. Which I do not know if Indiana. I do not know if Indiana is even a desert state. Yeah. Or well, we said Harlan. Uh, I would. Lo- There's a line that Harlan has in Eight Legged Freaks where, you know, just because I'm paranoid. Doesn't mean people aren't following me. And I'm always like, that describes Burt Gummer to a goddamn team. <laughs> yeah, except, except Harlan's not a gun nut like Gummer is. He's just a much more paranoid. He, he's a he's not a gun-wielding guy, and he's kind of an idiot. He's basically a Burt Gummer, which is your typical conspiracy theorist and wasn't a gun nut. That's what, I, he's like black Burt Gummer to me without the guns. That's always where I'm just like, huh, okay. Yeah, and he was a coward. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, he, hey. He wasn't a coward at the end. He gained his Not courage. At the end, but at first he was like, I do like when the fucking, again, like I said, my favorite little moment of Harlan is when the tarantula shuts up. That was legit funny. <laughs> and I think another reason why I can get through that movie, no problem, because I know the spiders are clearly fake. Because the day, the 2002 CGI kind of helps. And also their voice by Frank Welker kind of brings the fear levels down a bit and makes them even funnier. 
They are funny. They are funny spiders. They're fucking hilarious. They are funny. I knew I wouldn't get swayed. I get sprayed with the what was it, breath spray or something? And he's just like, Mom, what the fuck are you spraying me with? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do like the dude. The one that's doing a Tarzan. Yeah, he's sweating down the. (laughs) Oh, I do like when the spiders start charging in the place and they start getting shot. You hear like, oh, ah. There's those little squeaks and shit. Yeah, there's a squeak. Like, yeah. God bless you, Frank Welker, for for making for sort of bringing my arachnophobia down a bit during oh. that movie. Well, I actually do. I actually do like the moment where the where the where uh, what was it? What was it? Mike is in the spider farm and looking at the tarantula crawl through, and it jumps on it jumps on the fucking glass and backs the fuck up. Like that When they're tiny. You know what I meant. When when Mike is just looking at all of them and Josh was kind of pointing them all out. Because they did use a real tarantula crawling. They did have a real tarantula crawling on uh, on, on Joshua's back. You don't see it obviously bite him because uh, you can't really do that. You can't really have a tarantula bite a real guy. Because there, because there, there's a lot of problems that would, lie, that would lie. Which is what I like what they did in Spider-Man, where they had the ste- and also fun fact that spider that they used was actually not a Black Widow. Thank God, it was. A I hope not. That they used that they kind of they knocked out with anesthesia. They put a uh, they put a bit a shell on its abdomen and they painted that red and blue. <laughs> I'm sorry, that seems like one of those things that you don't really have to say. Like, oh yeah, they didn't use an actual real life Black Widow to bite Peter Parker. <laughs> Well, good. No, 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 and even the bite wasn't a real spider. It was they used they used a CGI thing. They did, yeah. with, they did that with, with visual no, effects. I'm just laughing at the like. It, yeah, I hope that they weren't using a real Black Widow to like. No, they, didn't, they didn't even use a real Black Widow for when it was crawling. They didn't even use a Black Widow when it was just crawling on his hand. Again, Black good. Widow, if a Black Widow <laughs> just crawls on you. It's not necessary. A Black Widow won't bite you on like on like on sight. <laughs> 
I've seen uh, Coyote Peterson, Brave Wilderness. He had a Black Widow crawling around his hand. Yes, it's dangerous, but it's not gonna. But, but it never bit him. You have to provoke them. Spiders would, aren't out. Even I would, though I yes, I may suffer from severe arachnophobia. They do scare me like crazy, but more. But it's more or less like. But I'm. I get the whole thing. It's just they look freaky as hell to me, and I just yeah, can't. I just have this primal fear. What was that? In England, with small spiders, I mean, I basically freak out, and I'm basically in a real high-pitched voice. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the guy, if anybody's seen Ghostbusters 2016, I did like this little joke that they did. Again, I hate that movie with a passion, but... Right. But there are parts that do legit make me laugh. It's when the guy just goes, when they're on the auditorium, the guy just goes, This building is on gecko, you idiots! Aim for the ghost! And then they, they, they destroy something. He screams like a little girl. Like, <laughs> you see him scream, but then you hear like a girl scream come out. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> it's, it's surreal shit like that that makes me laugh with that movie. I also do like the say hello to my little say hello to my little what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a reverb, like what the hell? Like that's what killed me. There are some parts in that I mean I will give Ghostbusters twenty sixteen this, or at least I would have given it this before Afterlife came out. Uh Ghostbusters I give twenty sixteen this. The action is legit great. <laughs> like that movie has some good action for all, for all intents and purposes. Or at least, I would have given it that until I saw Afterlife. Uh, yeah, the crown of the best ghost, modern ghost, like modern day Ghostbusters movie goes to Afterlife. I'm sorry, because it's a legit good movie. It's a good movie. But I'm like. Yeah, it's fucking great. I don't hate the 2016 Ghostbusters. There's some things I don't yeah, like, there's some things I do. Like, it's I so middling. It was because the idea of it, it was all women. Now, that wasn't my problem. The problem was is that they disrespected the original movie. Yeah. Yep. Well, one of the women, uh, was, it was just funny. It was just, it was just slapstick, really. Yeah, but that's not go. That's not what Ghostbusters is. Ghostbusters yeah. was ne- is not some. It's not a fucking like. No, they they fucked it up. They they yeah, like Paul Feig should not have directed that. Whoever wrote the script shouldn't have written the script. Like whoever would like, I do like. Melissa McCarthy, Christian Wig, uh, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones in that movie—they're legit good yeah. in that movie. But I, but I don't blame them. I blame who wrote the movie and directed it. Paul Feig does rated R comedies. Oh, yeah. who I really, really liked was the, the first one. Now that's the one I liked. The yeah, Ghostbusters '84. That is possibly yeah. the one of the best comedies. And, also, stop and think about it. Ghostbusters have now, uh, Ghostbusters has now come become kind of like a super. The Ghostbusters by now have kind of become superheroes. Yeah. I consider them now like a different type of superhero. Like Burt Gummer. Kind of, yeah. Like, like I consider, like, just yeah, I, I consider them like these. Even though originally it was just these blue collar guys, but they became legit heroes. They go through enough that you're like. I, uh, it's not superheroes for me. They kind of start to become that legend status. 
of just like, oh wow, yeah, that guy's a that guy's a hero. Putting the super in front of it's kind of hard, but they, that guy's a yeah, hero. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, super, and even then, look at Daredevil. He's a superhero, but he doesn't have any superpowers unless you want to count height and sentences as one. That's, that's what I mean. Right. It's, that line gets drawn a little fuzzy there, but it's yeah, superheroes. Yeah, I would but, still no, say the that. The line between superhero and just human actually, um, it, it begins to blur. Yeah, you get. So uh, I like to consider the Ghostbusters as. Um, very unconventional superheroes. They're like Iron Man. Iron Man doesn't have any powers. Yeah, Iron Man's a real guy. Was is a real? It's a flesh and blood human. He can die. Hell, he did fucking die. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like. He did. He did. Uh huh. Uh huh. But. But he. But at the end of the day, he's still a superhero. He's a super. That's what I like. And hero. I fucking, I fucking love the Ghostbusters trilogy. Yes, I'm not. Yes, because at the end of the day, it's now a trilogy. There's Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two, and Afterlife. Yeah. You're. You can see why I'm counting out Ghostbusters 2016 because it is not canon to the movie. No, they. I was gonna say they retconned hard. Well, it's not even, no, it's just it's a fucking reboot. They just ignored it. So really. It has nothing to. Yeah. They ignore a lot of shit, and they just kind of started from scratch. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what a really bad reboot is. Is of the kids, the kids ones. You mean Afterlife? You don't like Afterlife? Oh. Sequel? That is totally no, that's a good movie. It, it, like, because keep in mind, Ghostbusters Afterlife isn't even another reboot. It's just ignoring the the actual reboot. There's only one reboot, <laughs> and that's 2016. Afterlife is a sequel. It mm. is continuing. Where the original, it's big, it's in, because it is not its own universe. It actually continues from where the original, you know, and it's actually in the universe of the real Ghostbusters movies. Afterlife is a much better made movie than whatever the hell came out in 2016, and I will die on that hill. Because Ivan Ryman is a much better director and knows more about Ghostbusters than Paul fucking Feig does. Yeah, because his dad directed the first two Ghostbusters yeah, movies. Yeah, because see, Ivan Reitman knows Ghostbusters, can do, like, like knows more about go- about, what, about what he created, what he, Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis created than fucking Paul Feig did. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so do not trust anybody else who, so here, the moral of the story is, if you're going to make a Ghostbusters movie, work with the guys who came up with it. And, okay, we'll bring it back. I can't work with Harold Ramis anymore because he's, he's dead, but I like the way they worked around it in Afterlife where they had Egon as a ghost. Because at this point, if you're going to include Egon in some capa- in any capacity, that's the way to do it. And I'm glad they didn't make him talk when he was in ghost form. I mean, oh, yeah. he did, but it was much more through body language yeah. and kind of like maneuvering things. I'm happy that they did that. Because I was, that was one of my biggest concerns. Are they going to respect Ramus and Eon? And they did. Yes, there's a lot of people go, but they made Eon a deadbeat. Dad. Watch the first two movies. He is, and tell me that this guy would be a pretty decent father. No, he would not. And at the end of the day, Eon wasn't an asshole dad. He was trying to protect his daughter. Hell, it's revealed in the fucking movie. Yeah. They, no, despite him leaving his daughter. Like, even though his daughter wasn't even born when the dad, when Eon left. Like, but the thing is, and plus they make up at the end anyways, so basically making everybody's complaints null and void. It's actually a crux of her character, of the mom's uh, character arc, 
is when she goes down into the basement and she literally sees all of those photos of yeah, her. That pretty much cancels out everybody's like arguments and complaints about Egon being a cool. They made oh they made Egon a good beat dad. No, they did not. He was a he just he's like Egon it would never be father material. But at the end of the day, because keep in mind he was paranoid because Gozer was coming back. So I'm sorry, him leaving his daughter was more to protect her, not to be a deadbeat. It's it. It's that was part it. of the fucking art. Yeah. You dumbasses. <laughs> you slow fucking dumb snowflake. God, those people piss me off. Yeah, I, well, I mean, also, don't you know? Because they be like, I hate those people. <laughs> Don't you know that, like, a woman wouldn't be able to take down a predator? No, I had to... Don't you know, like, a woman couldn't take down a predator when Arnold couldn't take down a predator by himself in the first movie? Have you seen Prey yet? I just had to make that complaint. Yes, I have. I have. I have. I have, but I'm like, everybody who worked on the original are praising Prey. Dude, it's awesome. It is. It's a fucking... Yeah, so if you can't, so keep in mind, if the fucking people that made the original Predator movie says Prey is good, then you know it's fucking good. Shut the fuck it up. Is, it's good. It is. It's, it's good. good. It's good. And also keep in mind, this woman is a fucking warrior. She is trained in fucking combat. Well, okay, actually, that's actually part of the story. I'm, I'm not going to reveal. She's trained in combat. They, they, no, they built... They build that up, man. She wouldn't, like, put, oh. I don't think she would, she would, and keep in mind, this is a very primitive version of the Predator. This isn't the same jungle hunter that's in the, the first Predator movie that has all this advanced technology. Even oh. the Predator, I'm assuming in Prey, the Predator's, tech, the Yakuza's technology is still pretty limited. Oh, dude, we can't oh, spoil it for by him. By the way, by the way, um, do you know, oh, by the way, uh, sorry, do you know the, what the side button's watching you? But do you know the um, gun that was used, right? Yeah, in Predator that, 2. That, that, uh, that, what was it, Greyback uh, throws the yeah. Harrigan in Predator 2. It makes an appearance in, a, in like, the, it's like in the background in one scene. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, tell him! Don't yeah. tell him! Shh, he's got to get well, there. Don't tell him! Because he's using, it's actually, it was in the Predator, that's the game to the color guy in Predator 2. Yeah, Harrigan. No, it was Danny Glover's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell him. Don't tell him he's got to get there on his own. It's good. Sorry. It's oh man. I just more had to make the complaint aloud. Like when it's, I always get frustrated when people want to bring their own complaints into something. I always take it as you come into a movie and you shouldn't have any expectations beyond what the if it's a sequel, what that movie said beforehand. You can't you can't bring anything to it, and I, there's so many complaints on the internet anymore where it's just like you have a personal problem with this, and you weren't paying attention. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> like I don't care. Fuck off. Yeah, like for example, because people see that's the problem with people nowadays. You're you like if you go to, to a movie, erase any expectation, go in completely open minded. Then you'll have a better time. Yeah, I like you, Keegan. But if you've had any expectations whatsoever, 
You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed Every on time. some level if they don't meet said expectations. Also, and, they're not made. Also, Afterlife was not made so to make the fan necessarily make for the fans. It was made for the people who actually the people who I mean it, yes it was to some extent but at the end of the day it was made to it was made as a tribute to Harold well it, what, actually you're you're almost right there with the fans but not us as the audience fans it was made for Dan Aykroyd and Bill yeah, it Murray was made for the people who came up with the who, idea who who, who wrote it, it and was made for, made, it was it was done for Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis all, all those guys and it was made as a trick yeah it was and it was made as a memoriam yes. to commemorate Ramis yes and that's what that's where it ends up shining as a movie is because it's the people that made the original movie being fans yeah, of their own movie yeah it's not made for the like it, it is made for the fan, for some fans that, to some extent, but at the end of the day, the target people that that movie was made for was Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, the people who created Bill Murray, the, the, the Reitmans, of the Ghostbusters. Uh, That's uh, Dan Aykroyd and Harold uh, Ramis. Shit! Why am I fucking forgetting his name right now? Winston. God damn it! What is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie. Uh, ah. uh, sh- hang on, hang on, hang on. I know his name. I know his name off the top of my head. It's Winston Zedmore in the movie. Now I'm trying no, no, to. No, no, no. I know, I know. Uh, Ernie uh, Hudson. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank Jesus. I felt racist. He was great in Congo. I got, I got yeah, the, the Great White Hunter. Oh, somebody who loves Congo. I love that movie, man. I still have it. Okay, keep in mind, I haven't seen the whole movie yet. But what? I can still say that movie. I've seen parts of that movie, <laughs> and it's fucking fun. Oh, like what? Oh. Stop eating my sesame cake! <laughs> yeah, I was like, Mr. Hermoka? Yes. Stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> Stop eating my sesame cake! <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I, I, Amy! Amy, protect! Oh, Amy, that, here! That happens when, when uh, like, like Kirk, Tim Curry gets hit in the back, and that sound he makes when he falls... <laughs> and then that, that music sting that comes out well, that starts playing as he's getting the shit beaten out of him. Uh, the only reason those damn gorillas came out in the first place is because he started stealing all the diamonds. They were safe until he took the diamonds. They were yeah, safe. Hell, I mean, the gorillas probably would have came out to see what the hell they were, the hell who they are, or what they're doing there. <laughs> I love, I love when hell, the lava I comes. Think, I don't even think the gorillas would have killed them if. Uh, I don't think no. those gorillas would kill you if you accidentally stumbled in there. No. And then you're just sitting there looking around, nope. going, "Where the hell am I?" That's actually that's part of the movie. No, they wouldn't give it. They 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 are there to protect the diamonds. So the minute he puts yeah, his I, hand I on them, think, I still would think they would come out to see, like, "Who the hell is out there?" Yeah, trying to see what the hell is going on, but not to attack. You not to attack you. You know, how, like a great white will pop his head out of the water to see what the hell is going on. No, Even I have mouth what? is gaping open. That doesn't what like, what like an image of a great white with his head with his mouth open on, on his side looking out, but it was more or less out of curiosity, mm. not as a, not to attack anybody. What the, what the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't what that doesn't happen. <laughs> I gotta look that up. Yeah, some great whites will pop their head out. Like there 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 are some images of great whites that their heads popped out. Oh go oh fuck. I've seen plenty of images and pictures. I think they use a similar type. I think they use something similar in Me- and Gre- Shark Attack Three Megalodon. I've seen that exact same. I've seen that exact same footage somewhere. 
where the guy is like, you get where the guy gets eaten on the fucking on the fucking jet ski. It's that same fucking shot. Uh, I've seen that image before. Look, well, uh, ha 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 ha. Just hang on. Uh, yeah, because I've seen uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Megalodon and the fuck. Shark Attack Three. Megalodon. No, the Meg. I think he's saying the Meg. Well, there's two movies with the title Megalodon. There's the third Shark Attack movie, which so that's done practically no with little CGI, but it's really bad. And then there's the two, another 2002 movie that's just called Megalodon, but it's all but the shark is all CG. Yeah, well, I'm just doing number one with Megalodon, and that's it, Megalodon, and that's what I saw. Just Megalodon. Yeah, that's not the ver- that's not the movie I'm talking about. Uh, well, Where it's like at an Arctic research station, and they accidentally yeah. wake it up. Yeah. 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 Well, let's see. Well, let's see. They had they had two. With, well, let's see. They said there's actually two because one when they thought they got it, but number two is like when he actually when actually the real matter of that the top of the big wavy boat over. Remember that scene. I haven't seen the, the Megalodon movie, but there is a... The, actually, now there's three Megalodon The Meg. I think he's talking about the Meg. There's, oh there's the 2000... There's two, two of them came out in 2002. And then there's the one that came out in 2018 called Meg. The, no, no, the Meg. The Meg. With Jason Statham. That's what it sounds like he's saying. He's, the description is that the two thing is a big part of the Meg, because you think that it's... They get the first one, then you find out, oh, that was actually the baby, and then the mom shows up, and it's so Well, hell bigger. no, there's really, th- there's actually three of them, because there's one in the opening, and they do not explain where that one comes from. Well, fuck. Yeah, remember? But they don't follow up on that one in the opening, so it's just the baby, and then there's the even bigger one. Huh. I love this, showing this, you ugly bastard. <laughs> and then the damn thing would come out, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, man. They gave me BBS vibes when, when Batman, like, when Doomsday comes out, Batman looks up, he just goes, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> it's delivery. I like delivery on that. It's fucking, it's fucking great. I love how people go, like, this, and it always kills me when people say there, there's no comedy in Snyder's movies. No, there's no jokes. Or at least there's, like, they're not saying jokes. There's it's character so, moments. It's not, it's not, it's like, it's character moments. they say things in a funny way. And it's the situation that they find themselves in that are funny. I love, I love in that final scene, like what you're talking when he shoots him, like fucking Superman's laser beaming and punching, and Wonder Woman's coming in, and he just got Batman with a little kryptonite grenade with the, with the little with the little fart gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it is. And your, your audio went, went from like normal to fucking to fucking like. Oh, you can do ways. Yeah, you can do that. On, you can do it on here. You can play with your voice on here. Oh, yeah, dude, can you turn that filter off? Me? Yeah, because your audio sounds like it's coming out of a speaker now. Ah, uh, farts. No, I didn't change, I didn't touch anything. So hold on one second. Oh, yeah, your audio sounds like it's coming out of a filter, like... You know, like a radio show Don't you understand? Listen, Bert. Listen, Bert. I want to tell you what's going on. Oh, listen. Oh, oh. This is my Reba voice. I'm doing it to annoy you. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is, like, your your audio 
just sounds like it's like the quality went from normal inside microphone to now it's like distant radio. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn it off and on. I'll be right back. All right. Anything? Any change? Nah, it sounds the same. I tell you, tell you what. Leave and come back. Okay. Because that might be on your end. All right. B. Mark sounds normal. All right. B R B. That might be because that might be on your end. Because Mark sounds normal. Hello. Hello? Yeah, he's got to leave. Yeah, he's got to leave and come back. Yeah, I mean, it's mainly about the sound bad voice and all that lot. I mean, even actually do... Yeah, that's a Twitter blue thing. Like, Which pisses me the hell off. Can you hear me? Oh, he's back. I'm back. You got to You got to Hello, hello, hello. 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 <laughs> boobs. <laughs> boobs and penises. Boob penis. Boob penis. Penis boobies. Okay, there you go. Booby penises. <laughs> We're talking about booby penises, which leads us back to tremors. <laughs> Uh, the Meg. We were in some kind of Meg. Fuck. Oh no, I was just talking. I will say this: I have my issues with BBS. I like. Okay, the two movies that came out afterwards, uh, Man of Steel and Zack's Legend of Justice League, that came out last year. I actually legitimately love those movies. I do too. BBS I like. I didn't love that as much as Man of Steel and Zack got a Justice League because BBS had, I had issues with, specifically the whole Doomsday subplot, which could have just been saved for a whole other movie entirely. Yeah. Hell, it didn't even need to be Doomsday. You could just have it be Metallo or something like they were originally going to do. No, the whole problem with DC is they just legit jumped into everything with both feet. There yeah, was no build-up. Which, uh, hopefully Zaslav will, is fixing that, where he says, no, we're going to have much more of a 10-year plan, and we're going to structure it like the MCU, which is what Warner Brothers should have done to begin with. That's where I think they it's too late. They need to make it the same tone as the MCU. They just need to make it the same. They just need to structure it like the MCU in ah. phases. Nah, see, this is where I think, like, it's too late for that, for DC well, not exactly. I mean, because you you have to severely reboot it, but keep most of the actors. Like, obviously, you can't have Amber Heard come back because she a bit. You, obviously, and, not Ezra and, Miller. Ezra Miller is in his, uh, is already in his own level of controversy. But Gal Gadot, but Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, and pretty much every other actor that's been established. So, Mar- obviously, Margaret Robbie is Harley because I can't see anybody else playing her. Uh, no, I don't think they should worry I, about interconnected. I think standalone stories is the best for DC. No, that's what they were trying to do. No, that's what they should, See, and they should keep to failed. that. They were trying to make each movie very standalone, semi-standalone, with tiny or very microscopic, that are, they, because keep in mind, the current DCEU movies that came out, they're barely connected to the greater universe. Yeah. The, the Suicide Squad is barely connected to Birds of Prey, 
And Birds of Prey's barely connected to Suicide Squad. They were already doing the standalone shit. That's where they should keep at it. Commit. I'm on I'm you know, the mind, just commit. The problem is, problem is, most of these movies were making, were making less and less money. Yeah. Zaz Lab is, is what, Zaz, I believe that's what Zaz Lab is going to do. He's going to try, uh, hopefully he does the, because I do want to see what an interconnected DCU looks like, but actually taken more seriously. Problem is, Warner Brothers was not taking it seriously when they were playing catch-up. Like, so I say, Zaz Lab, if you're going to do the interconnected universe a second time, do not do what was attempted before and trying to play catch up. Do it in phases like the MCU. Yes, it would take longer to catch up to Marvel, but honestly, that's better because you get more time to really work at it. And he's more referring to, and he's his strategy is quality over quantity. So there's not going to be as many yeah. DC movies a year. They're not going. So, for example, it won't be like a shit ton of them in one year. It'll probably be like a couple in a year. Like he's like he, they're wanting to take their time with it, which is what they should have been doing to begin with. But people are going to be going, "But Marvel's already it doesn't matter. Marvel made you like sports like shits out these movies like it like fucking clockwork. Like they make them so goddamn fast they'll make your head spin." So obviously Warner Brothers is not going to be able to catch up anytime soon. But that's not the fucking point. It's not a race. It's it's not a race. It's a sprint. No, it it's a marathon. You have to in the long run. Like if you're, you always have to have yeah, like. You have to have an A. Obviously, you have to have an end game. Like that's what I. The first three phases, the end game was end game. I I got to go back to Tremors again and be like, you got to have a plan. A plan like running's not a plan. Running's what you do when a plan fails. Like you got to have yeah, a. You got to have. I, well, until what's until what's his name in, in five goes. Keep running and don't stop. I'm like, yeah, because it's Africa. <laughs> okay, I actually like that line. The, you know, in Africa. He's the anti-Earl. Uh, no, he's the, he, I always take him as South African Burt Gummer. Yeah, like, that's like what, Gummer and him get along. Like, that's, I, lo- I love that guy. I'd love to see that guy come back. Yeah, I just took up the insides of a belly a little bit. Been there, done that, my man. I point this out, though. Okay, so if you've watched Tremors 6, you know that, like, Burt Gummer gets, like, infected by uh, the yeah, Graboid disease. Yeah, because of the Graboid, because of him getting eaten by the Graboid in 3. So, they, that guy in 5, that, the same thing happened to him. Did they get enough antidote for that guy? Because he's going to die in, like, 10 years. That. He's going to die. I think they forgot about Den. That's right. They, there's no thought to it. That's what I mean. It's like they forgot that guy's gonna die. Like they didn't get any more antidote. They probably, they probably forgot that that whole incident. They probably just retconned everything. Like, no, he didn't go to Africa. They just like, like they probably. I think Tremor Six is technically a, is in a way a reboot. No. Oh, see, this is where no. I yeah, this is where it's really shitty. I hate Universal. They they keep pretending like it's all the same continuity. Like they like they do. Uh, you were talking about one of your spaces where it feels like they just completely erase the town of perfection, and it's like they do. They actually. Oh my god! In six, they legit wipe the town off the map. It seems like there's no more buildings. The, the water tower isn't even there. No, the, like, they took down the water tower. I always get pissed at that. Like, the most iconic part of perfection 
and they literally tore down their own water tower in the middle of a desert? I don't buy that. <laughs> you don't tear down water towers in the desert. <laughs> So that's actually, if I had a plan, like, that's where, like, man, I would, I would try to say to Universal, we're going to start this up again, we're going to start Tremors again, and you know what? We're going to build the fucking town, and people get to go through it. And, that, not, and not only that, it's going to be a legit town, so we're not yeah. going to tear it down. Yeah, and that's, that's what I mean, like, like, a place you could live. Like, what they wanted, do. If you wanted to, just for the sheer sake that, just for the sheer sake if you're, and we wouldn't even charge, we wouldn't have to charge anything, because I hate it when people, because that's what pissed me off about the fucking, uh, what was it, the We Slaughter Barbecue place that's down in uh, Austin. Uh, it's the same place, it's the same place from the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's now a spooky bed and breakfast. And um, the cabins are ridiculous with their pricing. Uh. Like, they are, they are expensive as fuck. I wouldn't charge a goddamn dime for people to live there. See, this is where you make your money. Obviously, you have to charge shit because you got to keep the lights and water running, obviously. Ooh, like, that's a note. That's a given. But this is where... I would just make perfection a legit place. So, th But this is where, if you want to make the money, too. So you would not have people, like, pay to come there. But to make your money, you would... that The Changs would be filled with merch. All of the merch yeah, you want to buy... Memorabilia. Holy and shit! And hell, we would have the fucking graboid hunt, like survival survival thing that they did in three, but we would, but we would, we would step, we would take it up a notch. We would actually have graboids come out the fucking ground. We would have a little ride system where they would have graboids <laughs> pop out like clockwork. Uh, well, no, that's just Desert Jack's graboid adventure. Yeah, but we would, but yeah. No, you but, just make that. That's what I'm saying. You just make that. Well, yeah, obviously, but you just make that. You make that a ride where you're like, oh, we're going to go on a Graboid tour. And then you drive around and you'd like, like a regular theme park ride. Then you'd put things into it. Graboid's popping out of the ground. Oh, it's chasing us. We got to like run away and shit. Like, kind of like the Jaws ride. Kinda yeah, like, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Kind of similar to the Jaws ride. And we probably run into just as many problems. Oh, that Jaws ride just taking at the fuck. Yeah, I wish that they didn't shut tear that down for Diagon Alley. Fuck you, Universal. Huh. Oh, what? Universal sucks? What? Or better yet, build a fucking Universal Studios down in well, North Carolina are, for crying out loud. Well, they are, they are making the, uh, what's it called, bigger. They're, they are making the park bigger. Yeah, so they, but what I'm saying is if you're going to make the park bigger, reincorporate the old rides. So, so people like me who... who know the rides and what it's like to watch the ride could actually go and experience the ride because i want to ride the fucking back to the future the, the fucking back to the future ride. Oh my i'll never God, get so i'll never get to experience it the jurassic park ride. ride that's what it's stupid ass simpsons right that universal doesn't even own the rights to Can't yeah, think about yeah. that universal studios does not own the rights to the simpsons that's a disney property now funny thing about that so if you sign a contract... It's like, it's like Universal and Paramount. Like, like Universal now, uh, obviously, now owns all the rights to Kong. No, 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 listen. If you sign a contract with Universal Studios, this is legitimately the writing that is in the contract. This comes from Steve S.S. Wilson. You sign over all rights to this product 
herein throughout the universe and per- perpetuity. Throughout the universe and perpetuity. The fuck is that? You expecting us to go to Mars and you still get to have the IP there? Fuck you! <laughs> well, tell yeah, like, you know, and also, see, this is why Marvel, when it comes to something like the Hulk, they should have never went to Universal. They should just made the movie out of pocket. Uh, so I mean, Universal's horrible. Like, if you could pick any other movie studio, I hate, I hate well, Universal. Well, I hate Disney. Because knowing Universal, you would think they'd be the first ones to make a Jaws remake, a fucking Back to the Future remake. They ain't doing shit with those. They're way- I'm happy that they're not touching Jaws or Back to the Future because they know, no, these are beloved franchises, no. and we do not want to fuck up with them. No, 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 no. no. We already did that with the sequel. No, 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 no. It's but not even the that. Back to the Future trilogy. The Back to the Future sequels are the Back to the Future is the only franchise where the sequels are cons- where the movies are consistently just as good as the first. That is literally, like, apart from Indiana Jones, where, I mean, okay, the second movie, the prequel, which also Temple of Doom is not a sequel, it's a prequel, so, huh. But then, Indiana Jones, I actually like that series, all four movies, yes, fight, yeah, fight me in the comments on that one, I actually like Crystal Skull, and in my opinion, it's better than Temple of Doom. I like Temple of Doom over Skull, so we can argue there. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I like Temple of Doom too, but my God, it's got problems. I hate the people's complaints when they say the fridge is un- unrealistic. No, the fucking raft is unrealistic. Well, no, they're both equally unrealistic. But this is Indiana Jones we're talking about. I think realism has went out the like went out the window after Indy actually dodged the fucking boulder coming after him. Realistically, his ass would not be fast enough. <laughs> I thought but, realism know, went out the window when those realism, people melted. They threw realism out the window as soon as, when, it, like, when Indy ran through all those spikes, because, like, running away from the, like, running out of that room when the boulder started coming, like, with all those damn darts were shooting at him. Realistically, he'd be dead before the movie even fit, well, before he even ma- could even make it to that trench. Like... You were like, don't talk to me about realism things being realistic. Indiana Jones is not a realistic franchise. Don't talk to me about realism in movies that are clearly rooted in fantasy. There is no such thing as realism in Indiana Jones. That's what pisses me off about people's like complaints about the also the alien thing. I'm like, dude, they encountered fucking Atlantis. Aliens are welcome in Indiana, in Indiana Jones for crying out loud. You'd be hard pressed not to see them in there. And also, it's in the fucking title. The Crystal Skull is literally believed to be an extraterrestrial artifact. And I get people's complaint, oh, but it's supposed to be real, real, religious. They literally say in the movie, depends on who your God is. Because keep in mind, there are plenty of people that, because there are different religions, this this franchise is... like, keeps in mind that, no, there are different religions with different beliefs. So, obviously, aliens isn't a stretch. I'm sorry, people say it's a stretch, but they're liars. Because, obviously, they've never read the fucking books. And keep in mind, I have it, but I know what's... But I, my, a friend of mine actually read the books. My buddy Dan actually read the books. And they encountered shit like that. They encountered much more implausible shit in the books... The aliens actually seems the most realistic. Uh, 
I get, I keep, I keep bringing it back. Actually, the Jaws is a great way to open this conversation because I keep bringing it back to that. Indiana Jones is based off of the 1920s pulp serials too, which are meant to be very yeah. like over the top and like crazy and weird. It's not. It, it, it comes from a history of being kind of like out there, so it's not necessarily like too out there to say the aliens. That, that's not my problem with the movie. I don't know. I have other problems with it, but that's yeah, definitely a not lot it. Of people, also, people are like the CGI, and I get it. And they go, "Well, they didn't have that in the '80s." Well, <sighs> yeah. But I did like the sepia tone kind of color that they did to make it reflect the '50s. I kind of like that. It actually was a pretty clever idea. And also, they said it in the '50s, and any like people fail to realize. And also, people hate that Indiana Jones is older. They kept saying, just recast my James Bond. I'm like, motherfucker, Indiana Jones is not James Bond. Like, let Harrison finish his run out for as long as he possibly can. Let the man die, and then you can do something else. Just reboot it over and over. (laughs) I have the same... Sean Connery wasn't in the first James Bond movie, and then they recasted him in the second movie without... No, he was in a good amount. Like, in total, he was in six James Bond movies. I mean, he had a comeback. I mean, somebody else played him after his three films. He played him, like, three or four films. Then they rebooted it with a different actor. Then Connery came back for another, for another for like, three or two or three films. Then they rebooted it again. James Bond, every time they get a new actor, it's not the same continuity. It's a different universe happening over and over. They are re- constantly rebooting it. Which they can do with Indiana Jones. Like, you can do that with Indiana Jones, but I don't hate the idea of an older Indiana Jones still going on adventures. I kind of wish that they went through with actually having Mutt carry the mantle. Like, or better yet, not even rebooting it, just pass the torch to somebody else. That carries on, that, that basically carries on the Jones legacy, essentially. So, because I actually liked Shia LaBeouf's character in 4. Like, I thought he was, because he wasn't annoying to me. If anything, he was the opposite. Yeah. He's not Jamie, yeah, he's not Jamie Kennedy in Tremors 5 and 6. Like. You know what? I think I need to rewatch Crystal Skull. You're making me kind of need to, I can't remember the last time I watched it. I think I might need to rewatch it to have another opinion on it. I always like doing that. Yeah, I think you should rewatch it. I, I say, okay, keep in mind, here's how I would watch the movies. Watch the prologue, uh, the opening, the cold open of uh, fucking uh, Last Crusade, you know, when Indy's a kid. And then as soon as the hat comes on Indy, stop the movie, put in Temple of Doom, watch that all the way through, take that out, then put in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, as soon as you finish that, then put Last Crusade back in and finish the movie from where Indy's on the boat. That's ballsy. Like, Damn. Yeah, we're Panama hat. And as soon as he gets the cross, the, the, the cross bag, and then finish all that, and then watch Crystal Skull. You'll understand why I'm telling you to watch it in this order, and it'll make perfect sense. Because Indy in all four movies has a character arc. Because he goes from this scumbag anti-hero, and by the end of the franchise, he becomes a true hero. Keep in mind, because this guy was a... Because keep in mind, Indy was a scumbag when we first see him. Especially in Temple of Doom, he's the worst in that. 
Because all he's worried about is getting money. He's he's just focusing on getting paid. He doesn't care. Fortune about and it. glory. He's also a fucking misogynist. Fortune and glory. Yeah. No, that's the like, that's the line that gets repeated. But the way they released it and the way they structured everything, it's just yeah. Originally, the first time we see him in his true arc, he's a do-gooder Boy Scout. But when he loses the Cross of Coronado to Garth and his goons. Garth basically gives him a lesson going, like, you lost, hell, it, Garth is actually kind of Indy's mentor in a way. Oh, he's what forms him. There's that, uh, like, yeah, that, like yeah, that. and, like, I actually look at Garth, I'm like, I actually see a lot of Indy in Garth. Oh, yeah. Like, I even love the look on his face when he sees Indy just running, like, fucking crazy. <laughs> like, he's pissed at first, but then he just goes, but this is, boy, the way he said, the, the look on his face is kind of like, yeah, I see a little bit of myself in that kid. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, he's like. Damn! <laughs> like that, that that grin on his face is like okay. This guy. Uh, see, I want to do a prequel that focuses on Garth because he seems like a damn interesting character. For, even though we don't get a whole lot of him, that character made an impression on me. It left an impre- made an impression on me. Like he really, he definitely left an impression on me. I was like, I kind of want to know his story. Who are you? Sir. Like, do I like you? Yeah, they call. Yeah, apparently. Also, uh, don't you love in the fucking uh, Lego Indiana Jones game? They just call him Fedora. I'm like, his name is Garth. <laughs> I didn't know they did that. That's pretty funny. Like, <laughs> that is funny because they did because he gives the Fedora to Indy. I'm like, I kind of want to see like Garth and Indy kind of going on archaeological digs and Oof. Garth teaching him a thing or two. That would be awesome. Seriously, the only problem is. You can't really do that. You could do that nowadays. If you well, no, actually, no, because you know, if Luke, if Disney Lucasfilm would actually allow me to do something like that, greenlight such a thing, and get the people who originally wrote the scripts, or better yet, get George Lucas, because I'm like, okay, look, I know y'all want to distance yourself from Lucas when it comes to Star Wars, but at least let me get his opinion on what I could do with a certain character that it only appears in one, in really. It only really appears in one part of Last Crusade because I think this guy's kind of interesting. And I just want to see how he would go about it. Like, More I has been done with Last prequel film, and I just go, look, just let me do my own thing. And, like, but knowing Disney, they're going to go, ha ha, no. Who cares? Ask anyway. Try anyway. Fuck yeah, I definitely, I definitely would ask. And just go, look, I kind of want to do a prequel film, another prequel film that sets, that takes place way before Indy. And it's not even really about Indy, it's more about the guy who essentially was Indy's mentor. Have you ne- never seen Better Call Saul? Yeah, because that was a pre, because that surprised me that that was a prequel to Breaking Bad. It's a prequel was, about a spinoff character. Bad, like, was like a spinoff. Yeah, like, I mean, it is a spinoff, but it's a prequel. No, I was more saying you can just take a character and just be like, well, we'll make a whole fucking thing about it. Why, why not, man? I also do love the episode he appears in. It's called, in Breaking Bad, it's called Better Call Saul in, the la- in one of the last episodes of, in one of the episodes in the last season of Better Call Saul. It's called Breaking Bad. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. That's funny. I was like, okay, that's funny. That's some good shit. Yeah. Have we talked about a shit ton. I still and I still got a lot more. Oh, have you seen the Batman? The uh, oh yeah, I actually really like that movie. That's a good movie. That's a weird. Okay, I must say it's more art film than superhero movie. But no, it's actually more of um, it's more 
almost like Zodiac and seven. It's much slower paced. That's what I mean. It's like longer. it's not. Like, it's not a superhero yeah. movie. It's kind of like this weird indie art film, a, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, it's like a detective. It's a detective film. It's a, yeah. It's like a. It's a it's noir. A That's what noir. the word you're looking for. It's a detective noir, but it's just more like it's just really like strange. I don't. Know, I like it. Where I'm like, okay. Yeah, I love that movie. Weird. Again, sadly, that's a movie I can't really rewatch, start to finish. I have to watch parts of it because it's a long movie, and it's a movie that you love, that you know is a good movie, but just doesn't have a whole lot of rewatch value. I can give it, I'll give it that. A lot of people, I'll give people that. Like, like a lot of people that. Like, yeah, it doesn't have the same kind of rewatch value as like Man of Steel or something or BBS because they, even though they have problems, they're still rewatchable. When it's fun, it's rewatchable. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, keep in mind, I like BBS. I like the whole aspect, of, like the whole. I definitely like, love Ben Affleck's Batman. He's not my Batman, not the one I grew up with. He's not my generation's Batman. Dad goes to Christian Bale, but because keep in mind, I, when I say like, I think I know what the phrase means when he says, "Oh, like that's not my Batman." It's like that's not my generation's Batman. Or not my personal favorite. Not necessarily like not my because when people use that, like that's not my Batman, but he's pretty good. Like they're meaning like it's not what I grew up with, but it's not it's not the way I know him. That's not my generation Batman, but he's pretty he's still good. I, that's what my that was that was that's my thing with Ben Affleck. He's not my same goes with Henry Cavill. They're not my Batman and Superman, but I still love them as those characters. I'm a huge Doctor my Who fan. My my Superman and Batman are Michael. My personal favorite Superman is is actually Chris Reed, the guy because he's literally that is because Chris Reed is my childhood Superman, but my generation Superman isn't really Chris Reed. It's actually two different super two different actors that played him in live action. Brandon Routh in 2006, which again it's still the at, at the end of the day it's still the Chris Reed version, but Again, different actor. So I have to count him as a different actor instead of just same character, and, and not necessarily, not necessarily a different character because he is the same incarnation. He's playing the same incarnation that Donner came up with. It's just that it's a different actor, so I have to count him because otherwise people are gonna get mad at me. Because otherwise people are gonna get mad at me and go, "Why didn't you include Brandon Routh?" I'm like, because it's the same version. But just to shut those people up, yeah. But another actor that, again, people are going to probably say, but he didn't play Superman. I'm like, yes, he did. The suit doesn't make Superman Superman. Yeah, it's a very iconic look, but that's not what makes him Superman. It's what makes Superman pop, but that's not Superman. Like, that's, like, at the end of the day, Superman is who he is because of how he is, not what he wears. So... It's actually Tom Welling in Smallville. That's oh. my generation Superman. Oh, yeah. I like you. Because, because even people will say that he never played Superman because he never flew over the, the costume. I'm like, you dense motherfuckers. Superman isn't who he is because of the damn suit. Like, Superman is who he is. is because like is Superman or Superman is because of his values. Like... Like, that's what, and Tom Welling is, like, Tom Welling, even when he w didn't wear the suit or fly, he was still playing Superman. Oh, yeah. Agreed. And, like, and I fucking,
fucking love Smallville. That is my person. See, that's why I see. That's why I judge a lot of these newer superhero shows, like the Arrowverse, for example. I judge them pretty harshly because they will write because they will forever ride Smallville. They are forever riding Smallville's coattails. Smallville did it first and did it damn successfully. That every superhero TV show, comic book TV show. Has, has, to, has Smallville to thank. If it wasn't for Smallville, you wouldn't have the Arrowverse. You wouldn't have the Harley. You wouldn't have the fucking... You wouldn't have fucking Titans, Doom Patrol, all this other shit. Because... I, I mean, because Smallville was the one that reignited that in terms of television. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, they had cartoons, but Smallville's fucking great. I actually like what they did with Bizarro. Bizarro is my... Like is gotta be one of my favorite villains in terms of Superman, just because he's literally the the uh, literally the polar opposite of Superman. Like he's literally um, the, the an imperfect mirror of Superman. Like to the point because that's what I like. See, I'm always a sucker for like sort of evil clones of superheroes that are not. But that are stand, that they're that are they're also their own things. That's what I love about Superman Four so much, and the Nuclear Man character. Yes, he is a clone of Superman, but at the end of the day, it's not. He doesn't look anything like Superman. That's what I like, like a copy, essentially, like an evil copy of the character. I've always been I've always been a stickler. That's always because that's what I grew up with. So I'm obviously gonna like that. So that's why I like characters like Venom, and uh, like. Uh, Batman doesn't really have that kind of equivalent unless you want to count the fucking Joker but no that's just the yin to Batman's yang there are two sides of one coin but you don't really have a character that looks at Batman then copies like his style that's also just the supervillain you don't get that Batman's the outlier but for characters like well you have characters like Superman and they got Bizarro or Zod or Nuclear Man in Superman 4 again the Nuclear Man was always one of my, fa- one of my favorite villains even though they did little to nothing with him I like it. I like that character because there was there's potential with him to make him legit intimidating. But and also when you look at Mark Pillow just saying when he's not saying anything, you're not growling like a like a maniac. When you just see him stand there and stare with that evil look on his face, it's legit intimidating. He has an uh, intimidating kind of presence to him. So when he's it's the same thing when I said about Anakin Skywalker and Hayden Christensen and Revenge of the Sith. When he's just not talking and he's just required to act with his facial expressions alone, he's legit good. Like, and I do believe, and hell, I recently watched the Obi-Wan series, and I think Hayden got better. Like, he's actually legit good as Vader, even though he's not speaking as Vader. Until, like, the mask actually came off, until the mask got damaged. No, I, re- I, I haven't watched Obi Wan, but I've been reading that. I think I, I, he's grown on me over time. It's not you can't but, blame anyone in the prequel for the dialogue that they were forced to say because the George dialogue, Lucas. The, the dialogue I have an issue with. Ignore the dialogue. All that himself, and he didn't have anybody to po- help him polish it. I have to say, I personally don't like Star Wars, so. Yeah, well, I mean, to be Vilify like me. Okay, but I'm not gonna go back and watch all the movies again because it's just because all the people because it's mainly because everybody on Twitter now and just they're making me kind of ashamed to be a Star Wars fan. I like I'm 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 burnt out. I'm just burnt out on Star Wars. 
I feel that. Like, we're getting so many damn projects. I'm just, I'm burnt out. I'm done. I will do more fan projects, though, because I want to do Star Wars fan projects, but I am just so burnt out. But then again, I do want to start making movies at some point. Me and Dan were working on, are working on script. Well, Dan's working on, uh, we got, I actually pitched something to a buddy of mine, Dan. You, you haven't met him yet, but I'll introduce you to him at some point. But me and him are working on some stuff. I actually had this idea, like, to do, like, this kind of, like, this last action here. Like, not tone-wise, not a satire, but take that concept that they did. Like, I basically had this initial idea, because this was an idea I toyed around with for years, before, even years before I met Dan, and I just... It was just something I kind of would daydream about. Like, oh, wouldn't it be interesting to go jump and just jump into any movie you wanted to and just, not necessarily, it just kind of, what, what repercussions would there be? But with that, like, in terms of not really changing the film, it's more or less what if it was just everything we know that's as fiction, movies, games, comics, TV, whatever. But what if somewhere out there in the multiverse, there is a world where that, that stuff is real? So everything we watched really happened in the multi, somewhere in the multiverse. So I thought that was interesting, but that wasn't the initial idea. It's just like, what if you created, a, what if someone created a device that could send, transport you Matrix style, but instead of just your consciousness, it's your whole body. Like you just actually transfer you yourself into whatever film you want. Like what would like? There's potential with that idea. Even though, I, even though it's been done before, I, I want to see it done more often. And so that's what I had. And now, and then me and Dan, and me and Dan came up with this like idea. Originally, I had an idea just to be one movie and maybe continue it if they're if it's successful enough without necessarily hinting that oh there will be more. No, like let's see how this one does. Let's let's see if it can be work if it can work as a standalone. And maybe if it's successful enough, and if more people want to see more of where it could go, we'll do more. But then Dan had the bright idea, like, but then I, I made a joke to Dan at one point. I was like, oh, this is actually, then I started thinking about more, and I was like, no, there's actually a lot that can be done with a story. <laughs> so let's do a trilogy. And then, the, and then he, like, I made a joke to him that he took a little seriously, and guess we're doing, now we're doing, I guess, seven. Because I had to joke, I was like, "Oh, what if we both did two cuts of the same movie that were?" Because because I know because I remember like when the two Exorcist prequels were made, they were the same movie, the same point A, point B, just a different way of getting there. I thought about doing the same thing with this movie, like like Dan do his interpretation, I do my interpretation, but I I didn't do I didn't actually I don't think I didn't I don't think I actually wanted to do it. That way, I just had, I just made that as a joke. Because I was like, man, if we make this, I want to be, I just want to be on the set as much as possible. I just want to film as much as possible for as long as possible. Because I initially had the idea, let's just do the, the three movies kind of back to back. Like once we once we finish the first mo filming of the first movie, we start film, we start writing the next one, we start filming the next one right afterwards. So we start working on all the scripts like kind of simultaneously. So after we finish the first and final draft of the first script of the, for the first movie, we finish the, the second draft of the, the second movie and then the third movie, and kind of do it as a trilogy. I was gonna say, but I then, feel like you need but, to write all those at the same I just time. That'd be logistically impossible. 
Like, I think you got to write all three of those at the same time is the only way to really accomplish that. Yeah, but the thing, and but the thing is, he took my thing as a he took my stupid joke and actually took it seriously and went through with it. So now we're doing six movies, six movies, two separate trilogies, but they're all going to be somewhat connected to each other because they're because each film. Like, cause I just like, oh, we could do this like the MCU in a way where we connect, have these tiny connections. Cause, at, cause the seventh film is the fourth film in each, tr- for both trilogies, but it's just one movie. It's just one version of the movie. It's the one version where me and Dan will both collaborate. I mean, we're obviously collaborating on each trilogy. I'm kind of giving my little pointers and giving his pointers. I st- but I had to start. I did start writing my script. I never got around to finishing uh, any of the drafts because I was constantly trying to tweak it, get it as good as possible. But I, when I read the la- the second draft that I did, the, the more, more recent draft that I did, I just did not like it. It was basically, it was basically, character does this, character meets this, character, character goes, basically, character goes here, character does this, character meets this, character, and saw a wrench fucking repeat. It was bad. It was, pro- it was piss poor structure. So, I started over. So, I'm starting completely over, and I'm waiting to just completely, I'm just waiting to completely get the whole story finished. Basically, I'm going to be working with them. And just get the whole thing finalized. That way, I make the put the final story into the final into the script. When I'm happy with the way I want the story to completely go, once we for the first movie, I want to put that in the script. But I have to be a hundred percent satisfied first. Because keep in mind, this was my idea. <laughs> now, how we're gonna how we're gonna end up making it? That's gonna go get it greenlit and actually made with us completely involved in everything because I don't want anybody else attached to it, to it writing or directing wise. Well, you got to start writing the script. Well, I mean, my, my, um, uh, Dan has actually finished his script. He's tweaking it. Like he, but he's been having a hell of a time trying to get it to me. Well, come on then, bro. No, we've been having technical problems. Like, cause, because we were using Google, we would use Google docs. So whenever one of us made a change to the script, we could both see it. And we can see the changes as they're being made. Oh. From being with Dan's script, it got to a certain point, like in the very early in the damn movie, and I couldn't see the rest of his changes. Oh, shit. Google Docs was not showing all of his changes. So even though it was showing when he made the changes, it wasn't showing the actual updates and additions. So I couldn't see any of the edits, even though his script is completely finished. And he tried to email, he tried to send, he tried to send it to me via PDF. That didn't work. He tried to mail it to me via snail mail. That didn't fucking work. So at this point, I told him, dude, at this point, you're going to have to come down to my state and literally come down to my state and literally just hand deliver it to me, your oh, damn shit. self. Well, shit. Yeah, there's, we're having a lot of issues. And he doesn't live in North Carolina. Like, he kind of goes all, he's kind of all over the place. But he's from New York. He's from, like, he lives in New York, technically. Or is that where he's from? I mean, he was born in New York, but he lived mostly in Florida. He's lived all over the place. I can't even really say. Let's just say he, he's never lived in North Carolina, which is where I live. Oh, shit. Sounds like you guys got to get on yeah. that, man. Which, if I start filming movies, I actually want to start filming in Wilmington, because that's where they filmed a little bit of Iron Man, a good portion of Iron Man 3. And that's where they filmed I Know What You Did last summer. 
And that's also where they and that's also where they filmed the Scream movie, the Scream 2022. And I believe they also filmed mm-hmm. Halloween Kills in uh, in Wilmington, but I'm not sure. I do know that Cobra Kai is filmed in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Which they've people is okay. I just found out something. Mike Goddamn Barnes is coming back for season five. I had a feeling he might have come back, and a lot of people were hoping uh, Sean, the dude who played him, would come back as Mike. And they're not going to disappoint. I, that's got to be one of my favorite streaming shows now. And I make sure, and I like that Netflix doesn't do that. Well, we'll do the ha- half the season, or we won't do. We're oh, we're going to re- release each episode weekly like a goddamn broad, like fucking broadcast television. No. You're not broadcast television. You do not have, you don't, like, you have no reason to release them weekly. They're Actually, already they're... finished. Just release them as a binging thing. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I go both ways with that sometimes. Where I love the binge no, model. I love my episodes. Streaming. I love my episodes all at the same time. As a streaming series, people don't want to go watch streaming shows to watch them one at a time, uh, one day a week. They watch the shows to binge in one sitting. Not everybody. This is where I really got it. Like the the best uh, discussion generation actually happens from the shows that come out weekly. I do I do have to point that out. When you have a binge show and you drop it all at once, you lose all of the week to week to week to week speculation and discussion that you would normally get. Which is a huge thing, like yeah, as a TV but then viewer, again, you get the whole story, and you don't, and it's not, and it's more convenient. Well, here, okay, but this is where, all right, as a personal downloader, this is what I actually always do. I just wait until the fucking whole season comes out, and then I download it all at the same time, and then I binge it myself. It's called self control. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, when you're at home, like if you're at home and you own it. You're not gonna wait. You're not gonna watch one episode. Wait, you're gonna watch it all at once, or at least. But you're gonna. I mean, I watched Supernatural on Netflix, and I didn't do the weekly thing. No, I watched every episode pretty much all at once. Well, like, over the course of a month. Some shows do I that better the than others. Entire show, all 15 seasons earlier this year, and I finished it with like in the course of maybe a month or so. Okay. Which that works for a TV I show like that. that. Show like fucking crazy because I love that show. Yeah, okay, but then it, you don't have to be so greedy and want it all at the same time. Like that's where I don't know. I, I like I said, I love binging I stuff, I but I know is, as an artist, fini- if the episodes aren't finished yet, then I can say doing it, airing it weekly because you still have, need to have time to finish the prior the la- the next episode. But if they're all done, if they're all finished, like they're no longer doing post production, like hundred percent finished, no more, no more post production work needs to be done. There's no point in just holding off. That's why you just do the episodes, and then when they're all finished, you just, you basically just pull them all out. Because. Because I'm sick of this. That's the only problem I'm going to have. That's the biggest problem I have with Disney Plus shows. I have to wait the next damn week. And I'm just like, God damn it. It's okay, Keegan. It's just it's just I mean, time. Mind, You're only the, 21. I, 
just you're, back to you're not going to die anytime soon. It's okay to take your time and ingest things. He says some stuff is bingeable, some stuff you watch week to week. That's where it's like, I watched all of Stranger, all ten hours of Stranger Things at the same time. With the boys, I took that one episode by episode. You know, there like there's different artistic ways of like approaching like some things. Honestly, your your example with supernatural works because it's like, yeah, man, I just want it's like popcorn where you're just like, I want to eat the fuck out of this. I want to eat the no 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 put it down me. And then the boys. Holy fucking shit! That guy was just in that guy's dick, and then he exploded. I'm gonna take a couple of days off, and then we'll come back to the next episode. (laughs) I don't mean to put a T on this. I actually have to go unlock some things, because my wife's about to come home, and I have all of the doors locked while I'm doing podcasting. But I wanted to put an actual end cap on this and say, hey, thanks for having me, Keegan. This has been really fun. Like, it, I, we yeah, we only talk about tremors like an hour. No, that I would I would oh, say we, we only talk about tremors for like an hour. Have another podcast, have another podcast that's not just strictly tremors. That's that's what I would say. Do, we, we should also do like a Smallville podcast or Supernatural podcast yeah. for different stuff that we do like. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I mean. Like, if I've, if there's something that I know about, that's what I actually I need to never watch Supernatural. And I'm always really mad at myself because I know that's a show that I I would love. So that's one on my list. I gotta rewatch Smallville. I used to grow up with that show, man. That's where when you said the, I halfway forgot about Tom Welling. He's great. Personal favorite incarnation of Bizarro because they don't make him a backwards talking idiot. They actually make him smart and actually dangerous. Like he's actually intelligent and he speaks normally. Yeah. and I like the way they went about it. He's not just yes, he's a clone of Clark, but. He replicated him because he's from the Phantom Zone. That gives him a much scarier edge. And initially, it was about his own survival, but I like his little arc where, because I do believe, had they not killed off Bizarro, I do believe, and let him live. Because remember, Clark, Clark normally try, in that show is always trying to see the better in people. He tries like, to save people. It's always trying to. He gave Zod, hell, he even gave Zod the benefit of the doubt in season nine, and most of season nine. Like, him and Clark, like, him and Zod were actually, basically, like, after a while, started treating each other like brothers. Yeah, Clark was cautious around him, because he didn't know much, but he still treated him like he was a brother, because they kind of were. Yeah. But I liked that characterization, and I kind of wish Clark and Bizarro just, at some point, kind of just went their separate, I can't, I wish they didn't kill off Bizarro. Uh, I wish they was- gave... Who like gave Bizarro an arc and made him kind of a recurring character? Not a, not necessarily a recurring villain, more or less a character who would come out and kind of help out Clark, especially if Clark's in a bind and you know <sighs> Bizarro has the extra ex, has the extra manpower. It's always the cheap, easy. Oh, we'll kill, we'll kill the cool villain to give you an impact. No, please leave him alive next time. Thank you. Yeah, leave Bizarro. Yeah, leave Bizarro alive, and don't make him a necessary. Make him a little bit more complex. Like, mm-hmm. don't make him like a strict villain who's just evil for the just because he's evil. We like yeah, layers. Yeah, the person that was in the Phantom Zone that shouldn't have been there. Like he wasn't supposed to be there. Yes, and I like that they made him like a like a failed experiment. Like, make him like I think over time, make him more like the Frankenstein monster. 
Like, that's a good angle. He's sympathetic. Because he kind of is at times. Like, yeah. in, even in Smallville, when he's around Lana, you can definitely see he legitimately cares for her. Yeah. Like, he does legitimately care for her. Like, you can even see in that last, when, when he's dying, you can kind of, the look on his face, like, you can tell he does, like, he legit cares for her. So, I have to say, I have not watched any of the Smallville that you're talking about. I think I... It's in season seven. No, that's where I think season six or season five is when I wasn't able to keep watching it anymore. You're making me want to watch it. No, no, no. You're, dude. I'm trying to say your description. The last episode of season six is when Bizarro actually makes his debut, and it's like the last act of season six of the of the episode Phantom, which is the finale. Bizarro actually. Rep, finally replicates Clark and it's still Tom Welling playing the character. I always wondered how they did this when I was a kid. Like, how did they get the two Tom Wellings in the same shot? Because I didn't know much about how they would do that when you would get a, two, like the same two actors in one shot. The same actor playing two characters in one shot. But, hell, they got a lot better at that with TV nowadays. Yeah. Like, no, no, because then you see, did you see the uh, Crisis on Heaven and Earth crossover that they did in the era? I know of the, I know of it. I saw, I saw Super plenty of ads on it. Ray Palmer, and they're in the same damn shot. Yeah. That was like, I was like, how did you do that? It's the camera, bro. They had to have these little camera, they had to have these little tricks. Which they still do in the Arrowverse, because if you're seeing, because here's how you would have Bizarro and Clark in the same shot normally. Tom Well, like if Bizarro, like if Clark was talking and Bizarro, you see Bizarro in the same shot, they would just film the back, they would have a stand, they would just have Tom Welling's stunt double yeah. in the Bizarro getup, and they would just film the back of his head. Yep. And you would, and like Bizarro, and you know, Tom would just ADR it. And, if, and they would do that again, vice versa. And then Tom, or Tom would be speaking as Clark and Bizarro would just be in the shot, in the foreground, in the shot, but it's the back, but they're filming a stunt double, the back of the stunt double's head, and vice versa. Like, that's how they did it. Welcome to movie and making! I, yeah, I, which, I didn't know how they did it back then, but I do know now, but it's still pretty obvious now. I'm looking at it now, I'm like, yeah, that's not Tom Welling in the shot. <laughs> Because this is 2006, 2007 when they did this. So it's a little bit more li- – they, they pretty limited at the time. <laughs> always look at the hair. So, yeah. You always got to look at the back of the hair, and also you got to look at the body type. <laughs> All right. Like I said, I got to pause out. Do you have any last words? I always like yeah, ending on, on you. Yeah. Tremors. Hit me. Yeah. I'll look, yeah, I'll definitely do it. No, like, I, what's, dude, what's your dude, last dude, words on Tremors? Hit me. Alright. Oh, wait, I lost it. Oh, no!